Yo. Hey, welcome to the new meta episode 137. 137. 137. You guys missed. We had a long pre-show. Bluff and I were had we listen. The pre-show juice this week is good. Yeah. It is it's a good conversation we just had. Yeah, I so. feel like we're already done. Like it was yeah. a, we had a heated debate. We had yeah, the discussion oh. about the thing that went yeah, on. We had exactly, man. Yeah. We had like three different great conversations in there. And then the <laughs> other thing about the other game, the yes. stuff. Yes. If you guys want to get the pre-show, it's on the Patreon. Yep. Uh there's links in the places. Yeah. So all, how you, all doing? you idiots li- listening live or on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh yeah. What's been going on? Yeah, you know, uh we had this little thing called what the happened? public test realm. Ah, uh, that came out? It did. It did. So Dang it. both of us sunk our teeth into that, and I'm proud of you. Play. You actually you did your homework and you played the wizard like I told you to. I played the crap out of the wizard. Good. And you know, I played a lot of Necro. And of course, you know, I'm the face of Necro, so no one knows more than me. So Yeah. Except for I'm really the face of Necro. You saw the clip, right? Yeah, you know, I think that's cute. If you guys don't know uh, what we're talking about, P-Child called himself the face of Necro because he beat my clear on the boards, but didn't bother looking at what I had on, by the way. It's because it was so far down the leaderboard, Timmy, I couldn't <laughs> find it. <I> it's <laughs> almost like I knew it, people weren't going to be pushing the leaderboard with squirts. That's weird, yeah. right? <laughs> so, so we got the same clear minus 100% damage modifier. You got to call yourself the face of Necro one more time, P-Child. Listen, I went slow at the end to try to get closer to your time. I was <laughs> okay, slowing dude. down because I was okay, trying to just dude. get like one above. It was so hard to go that slow. Mm. Like I tried. Did you I try tried. taking off the 100% damage? Did you try that? Why didn't you put it on is the question. Because Basically. I know it's not going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm just playing. I, uh, I did. I it's did just it. funny as me because like everyone's pinging me like, "Oh, I beat you on the leaderboard for PTR." I'm like, yeah, "No, you didn't." I I talk shit, and I knew that my stream would clip it and send no, it to you, right? No. But out of context, later on, I said, um, "This just proves how easy it is to play." Because all I literally did was just copy somebody's build mm-hmm. and then jump in and did the 140 on the first try. Yeah. I didn't spend any time theory crafting it. I just literally copied it and like, okay, I think we can press these buttons. Let's go do it. Yeah. You know, it worked. Yeah. So, um, but we're going to get into yeah, the, are. both, both the wizards, the wizards got a bunch of sets. He got firebirds, firebirds towel, and then we got the new Rothma and the firebirds towel has a couple different variants you can play too. So we'll get into those. Yeah. Um, hit the poll. Yeah. So last week's poll, let me pull this up, click the thing. Uh, what are you most hyped for? We'll let you guys vote one last time. But what are you guys most hyped for with the PTR? Right, you, We got the leaderboard filter we talked about last week. A bunch. And we'll talk about it again today. The follower overhaul. So if you guys have been living under rock, they completely revamped followers in Diablo 3. Uh, the Firebird revamp, which P was just alluding to. They overhauled the Firebird set. So it's now usable. Uh, and then... Finally, the Rathma revamp, which I'm going to go deep into on the pod today. Um, so deep. So what what do you guys think was the coolest thing, you know, maybe after play testing or even just like, you know, scratching the surface, like maybe you didn't get on PTR and you're just like, well, that looks the most exciting to me. What do you guys think? And P-Child, as always, what do you think won yeah. and what's your personal opinion? Okay. So hype is the word you used. Yes, true, that. true. 
You know what I mean? So I think leaderboard filter is the clear winner of the PTR. I think that's the biggest change going forward. Um, but I don't think that's super hype. I mean, it is hype to me and it's cool to me, but I don't think that's like, if I'm looking at these notes, that's not the thing that I'm getting excited about. You know, I think okay. I'm more excited to play the new sets and I'll call them new. They're just reworked, but you know, we'll call They're them kind of new. new. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I'll call do them a rework, new. it's new. Yeah. I'll call them new sets. Yeah. Um, the follower overhaul was, um, pretty cool. And so am I biased? Am I using my pre playing PTR mind or am I using my current? Okay. I've played things now. Mind. Mm -hmm. How do you mm -hmm. want me to answer it? Answer it as last week or answer it as this week? I mean, you got to bring your knowledge into it, right? You can't, it's I, hard to. So the follower overhaul was pretty hype when I read it after actually utilizing it, it's kind of set it and forget it. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. you kind of put your stuff on your follower and, um, He's kind of there like the nem bracers on the follower are really cool but after you pop it just like after a rift you're just like oh i i get it i have nem bracers on you kind of just feel like you just have mm -hmm. them on your own character because you do and so it's not it's kind of like a set it forget it man um the poison cloud is for the scoundrel like you can't even see it like i was literally trying to see the thing on the screen to like utilize it and i i had to test and you could barely see this really faint outline and like in actual you know pushes like i, I couldn't even really notice it like maybe once <laughs> a rip, i might be like i think it's right there yeah so they need to work on that a little i would say i was more hyped for the rothma set if i had to pick a single thing i would say i was hyped for the rothma set after playing no before playing okay before playing um, after playing I don't even know what to be hyped for after playing because this stuff's not going live, man. <laughs> like, we'll get into it, but this well, is then you're yeah, it's this for you, right? Obviously, yeah, I guess after I, after know. what what changed? What I guess that's my question. <sighs> after playing on PTR, what 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 did your opinion change about the leaderboard? Nothing. It's still okay. really good. <laughs> so then you were hyped before. Why would that change? I don't, but it's not the most hype thing. I think it's the mm. best change. I don't think it's the most hype change. Mm. Okay. I think the most hype is the new sets. And honestly, I, I, I'm more interested in Rothma than Firebirds personally. I like the Firebirds. Uh, I'm, it, I shouldn't say I like where it's at now. I like the direction it's going and mm. I think it needs some work, but. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, what well, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah. You know, going into it, leaderboard filter. Uh, obviously, you know, for me as a necro main, Rathma had me hyped up. But then after playing Rathma, uh, it, it's kind of a mess right now. Uh, so it's kind of like, you remember when the monk set first came out? It's mm -hmm. like the opposite almost. It's like, it. it's obviously really good and it's really strong and people are, are A, invincible and B, doing tons and tons of damage. Some people like it too, which is scary. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we'll talk about it because yeah. I don't think we're even on the same page too. Like okay. when we get into it, okay. it'll be interesting okay. to hear yeah. how we do Yeah, I can't believe uh, you don't agree with me and you're probably wrong. Uh, but yeah, so going into it, leaderboard filter. Uh, okay. And I think... That's a, that's a solid vote. I like Coming it. away from it. The, also leaderboard filter. Yeah, that's that's a way. That's yeah, a, that's I don't think way. it's going to win though. The follower overhaul with 42% mm -hmm. of the vote. Firebird Rock coming in last. at a rank two leaderboard filter rank three and the Wrath of Revamp is ten percent. 
What? No. Is this I my mean, audience anymore? What is happening? That's what I'm wondering. I think I'm taking over. Did I lose everybody? Oh, everybody's, God. Everybody's converted to bacon, buddy. Man. We're all bacon. Wow. Um, yeah, man. The follower thing is cool. So what, where do you want to start? Let's... Um, yeah, let's look at... Well, let's hang on. Well, let's get to the... The let's second poll for next week. I'm so week, eager right? to jump into. I know, but I'm eager to jump into this. So this is one... We were having a, a little debate. Yeah. We didn't go too yeah. deep... Because, uh, you know, it's we pretty... We to have it live yeah. on the pod. So this is the poll for next week. And this is based on basically a heated argument we were having <laughs> pre-podcast. Uh, yeah. Names were called, uh, you know, it was bad. Um, it was. But I yeah, so let me, first of all, let me read it. And then I'm going to give you like your platform moment, right? To, to okay. give your opinion. Okay, so which would you prefer? on the leaderboard to be added to the leaderboard filters, a Paragon filter or an hours played filter. P child, plead your case. Okay. So the, the thing that we're going to get one of these, like this is the debate is we're right. only going to get one. Yeah. Okay. And which one did you want? And so I'm voting for the Paragon filter. Fluff's voting for the hours played filter. And his goal, this podcast is to convince me to flip my mind to the hours played filter. That's, that's what he's going to try to do this podcast. <laughs> Just I give your case. Paragon, <laughs> why are you think, why are you setting this up? I'm setting it up. And I think the Paragon filter gives you a power level, an overall power level for your character because XYZ Paragon literally translates into primary stat damage and damage reduction. And so I think that that's a, a easy Paragon, a easy um, filter to say, like, this is the power level of your character. And then you think... That our filter is I better. Let me plead my own case. Oh, sir. you're going to plead your own? Yeah, I want to yeah. anti-plead your case, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, think, I think the ahead. Paragon filter is good. I think it does a good job of saying this is how much extra power you have from Paragon. Um, and I do. Okay. So plead your case. And yeah. I'll, let I'll, me plead. I'll, my, all, right, all right. All right. So my case is hours played filter is better information. So, right. So you played a thousand hours this season. You have 2000 Paragon and I played yeah. 70 hours and I have 2000 Paragon and yep. we finish in the same, like I, I beat you right at the end of the day. And I don't think that there's a learning opportunity for you, the worst player to, to get out of a Paragon filter. Cause you're going to see like, okay, we're with a thousand Paragon and I was within two GRs of you, but you pay, played like 2000 more hours than me. Like you're, you're playing the game a and finish inefficiently. Maybe you had a ton of fun, so it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any, there's no, there's nothing to gain from a, a Paragon filter versus an hours filter. And again, hours filter for me that, you know, the, the guy that goes crazy those first, you know, two weeks, is it even possible for someone to play, you know, 22 hours of uptime? I want to, I want to pull those guys out of my filter because they're well, not reasonable. They're robots. They're cheating. And, that, and that's the reason why I like the hours filter is because I could filter out the bots. That's the only reason I want it. But aside from that, the Paragon filter is a power level per character. I don't care how long it took me to get a thousand versus how long it took you. Because maybe I'm doing viewer runs on my stream the whole time being inefficient and you're doing rat runs with your buddies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there could be two different ways we're playing the game. Sure. And so it takes me twice as long to get there. But the thing is, is I still got to the same power level. The Paragon's the same. The bonus damage that we get for that is the same the damage reduction is the same so our characters are at equal footing from that standpoint 
and sure. then the hours played doesn't matter. So I, I want both, honestly. But yeah. if I had to pick, that's why I'm going to go with Paragon because it's a judge of your character's overall power. Yeah, um, and I will say maybe I'm bringing some self-interest into this debate too because I already know there's no one that's going to beat me based on Paragon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I have no value for that. <laughs> no, no, I know it. I already know. Like, Nobody will ever... See, the thing... But see, the thing is, is the hour filter would work against you then because yeah. you... Yes. Because, because you'll get... Let's say that you get 1,500 Paragon and you're like, all right, I'm going to be the best 1,500 there is. Then you, Mr. Bachelor Fluff that has no responsibilities, will sit there and spend 70 hours smashing greater rifts where somebody else like me be like, man, I got four hours to do this thing and I'm done. So that's where the hour filter could even work in my favor to be like, you know, I played half the hours of fluff and um, you're more efficient with your time. The same GR. Love yeah, it. I think that yeah. that's yeah, I think I don't think that on an so, hours played filter, I would win. I'm not saying that that would be the case because I don't run rents. I don't run rents 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So it'd be kind of that like, well, if I had, you know, that's the paragon I'd probably be at. Right. And if I had just manned up and done rat runs and then it's like a decision that I make, do I, you know, make that decision to improve next season and like just man up and do the thing? Or do I see like, okay, wow, you know, even me, someone that plays, I think a, a lot ish, you know, there's people that play infinitely more than I do. Uh, you know, I have a full time job, right? And I'm, I'm knocking people out in hours played or knocking people out in Paragon filter. I still think that the hours played gets, just gives me more information than the Paragon. I think I think in the upper echelon of the leader, the ladder, I think that hours filtered would kill bots. I think you would filter a lot of people out because I I really do feel like they're the majority of the upper echelon are bots. Late I, I feel like I agree. I I feel like a huge chunk is is cheater or cheaters and uh, something you know. But I think we're looking at this in a couple through skewed skewed eyes because you and I are both super anti-bot. Yeah. And we're very, we're very like, I think a lot of our mindset for the game revolves around that. We're like, listen, I want these filters so I can get rid of bots. Like, because really that's what you and I are doing, Yeah, you know? And I think that we also have to look at it as I want this filter for people that are going to be on the same power level as me. Um, and, Maybe they botted some of that power level, but at least their paragon is equal to mine. And and hours played would do that similar. I think they're both going to kind of accomplish the same goal. Ultimately, it's just what means do you want to get there? Um, but I, I think I still think paragon is a little bit better filter for my interest for what I want. Yeah, and I I do think that the hours played it just gives you more information. You know, as that player that. I didn't finish rank one and I had two more hours in this guy and he's got 500 more Paragon than me. How did you do that? Yeah. So like, I don't have a learning like, opportunity. If yeah. What if paragon. I, what if I just sat in town for like 10 hours one day, you know, I'm in town and I forget to close the game and for whatever reason it logs. I mean, know, the game kicks you out. Hours. So. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know something, you know, it kicks like, you out after like an hour. So it's not, not going to be like yeah. that big. What if, what if you, what if you left numlock on, would it still kick you out? No, I don't. If you're sitting there with numlock on, you would, it would keep you in the game for a while, but you'd still yeah. eventually get kicked out. Yeah. So like, you know, your wife starts screaming from, you know, she catches the kitchen on fire and you run off and you're still sitting there, you know, your necro is just doing this little, 
hard cast thing forever. So I don't know, man. So it's a it's an interesting debate. It'll I guess we can figure out who wins based on the yeah. poll. You Jen, know what I mean? There's the like, right we answer. No, I'm gonna win, so it doesn't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the prize when I win next week? What do I get? Oh man. Uh. What are we doing? I don't know. We'll figure out something. Yeah, maybe people can suggest things. People that can suggest. You never oh, yeah, yeah. do uh, corn rows again. That would be. Never? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my um, number one request. So. I, either way, though, I would like to get one of them. And I don't even know if the API has access to these things. I would yeah. hope that they could. I mean, it's on the. It's, you could filter it, so I don't know if they can build an API to, to hit it, but there's such a good spot for it. Um, uh, but next up, before, next we kinda, before we kind before we kind of dive into the patch notes, right? One of the things I want to yeah. touch on were a couple of things that I saw pop up kind of all over Reddit this week. Okay. So one is kind of a... I um, saw this thing, yeah. <laughs> one's kind of a, uh, you know, just like a, just a statement to help the community, you know, a word of warning. I guess a lot of people are falling for this right now, but uh, there are people trying to scam other people with Diablo 2 resurrected alpha keys. Yeah, there is no alpha key, I promise you. Yeah. There, I promise you there is no alpha key. There, And he does not have any to give away. Right. Okay. So maybe the promise could be like, I will give you an alpha key if I get one, but this is totally a scam whether it's to drive traffic to a subreddit or to uh, get more information, I don't know, but it's don't fish for like, information, or probably, like, yeah. like report him as a liar person yeah. thing. So don't. So hopefully the right people find, like we should probably make sure the right people know about it so they can see if it's serious enough to do something about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just don't fall for it, chat. So that's just a, you know, consumer service announcement. Um, and then, you know, it's something else I saw. I'm curious your opinion on this, because to me, it's like, what are you guys even talking about? So people are, are complaining on Reddit. People are, there are a lot of people saying, you know, well, what, I'm not going to play the season because there's no seasonal thing. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to touch the season. Like they're like, they're so lazy. They're not even going to give us a seasonal thing. What's the point of even playing? But like you, what Blizzard could have done and maybe it's the bigger brain play. I don't know. To me, it's like, this is so stupid. But yeah. like they could have just made the follower changes seasonal. And even if their intent all along was to keep it permanent forever, like it is, then they could have just like rolled it over. Right? Yeah, so, like, so <laughs> I, the, like, what are you on right now? If you're not going to play this, like this is bigger than any seasonal theme we've ever had, period. Like, I, I don't understand... Because it's not labeled as a seasonal theme, you're upset? I don't understand why you're mad. They spent all their dev time instead of making like Ring of Royal Grandeur seasonal theme. They right. literally made a new follower revamp system. Uh, I can't even imagine the amount of work and bugs it took for the team to do that because you gotta, these devs aren't the original devs that wrote the game. These right. guys are going in and reading other people's code. And trying to figure out ways to make it more make it work and stuff like it's um it's got to be a big undertaking and it's a good thing and on top of that we got two new sets too yeah so yeah it's pretty I wild i mean i even if you don't think the follower like if you don't think there's anything new going into the season because like oh maybe the follower you don't think it affects you 
It does, right? It It's basically, think of this next season, if you want a seasonal theme, think of it as the, the season they gave you Nemesis and Flavor of Time in the queue yeah. for free. Like, literally. Like permanently. And, yeah. and Gloves of Worship. And... <laughs> uh like all the in band of avarice yeah, 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 yeah like everything like they gave you seven legendary powers for free it's a season of giving you know yeah yeah it's crazy to me i've i've heard that a lot actually i got that in my stream mm -hmm. um and it, it i've seen it, seen it on reddit i've i've seen it in my youtube i have youtube comments that were just like <laughs> trash and things like i can't believe there's no seasonal theme what are they doing and i was like Wait, what? Like this is way bigger than any seasonal theme we've yeah. gotten. I don't understand. That's so, wow. the most uh, changes we've gotten since season eleven. Right. And people are be like, no, I'm not gonna I play I, you know, COE season. I hype it up so much, man. I don't think people understand how good this leaderboard filter system actually is. Yeah. I don't I I mean, you get to play whatever set you want and push leaderboards on it yep. on any set in the game. Even non-set, even Legacy of Dreams or Legacy of Nightmares. Actually, I don't think Legacy of Nightmares would classify, would it? Yeah. Would it classify on there? Is yeah, no it no set, yeah. Is it? Mm -hmm. So, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what else you could ask for. You know, like that that in itself is huge. Like you can, you know, I might play Natalia's just for fun. Just why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know. Or let's say let's say that the new Firebirds set comes out and it's still Firebirds Talrasha. I could potentially just play Firebirds Talrasha. Yeah. Or we can just play Firebirds and not do the Talrasha at all. Because Talrasha right now is far superior and it probably always will be. Um, but if I wanted to just play like I like the way the new Firebirds plays a little bit, like what if I want to just play that? Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I if you know, say in some weird universe the necro changes go through, there's no way I'm pushing that. Like I I would much rather play Bone Spirit. I'd much, much, much rather play Boys and Scythe. So, yeah. yeah, I could just do that. I could still play and have a good time and not feel like, like the way it's felt every season where if I'm not pushing the meta, I'm not mm -hmm. competing, period. And yeah. that, that feeling's gone now, which is fantastic. I think it's really cool. I, I, I don't think it's going to hit people until a couple of weeks into the season. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, oh, I can, I'm just going to keep pushing this. Or they're like, man, I've never been on leaderboard. I want to get on a leaderboard. Oh, Jade Witch Doctor. Like, it's you only got to get a 70. Okay, let's <laughs> do it. Let's go. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. Let's do it. God DH. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nobody's playing that this season. And you maybe they discover how much they like that play style and they actually like have yeah. a good time, right? So yeah. I think it's great. And I think also what this is going to do, I think this is going to give future data for devs too. I think that the devs will be able to go in and look at leaderboard clears at the end of a season and say, okay, what were the bottom performing sets yeah. for every single class? And then that gives them focus to say, okay, you know what, man? Demon Hunter Natalia was, was like 15, 20 tiers below everything else. We're going to buff that up again. Oh, we're yeah. going to go look at Tragools was like 20 tiers below. Let's go buff Tragools. And I think it really can help narrow the gap of getting these these sets more in line with each other because like there are so many outlier sets and we say this every patch it's like there are so many unused sets that they can buff up and now they're going to have the data for it yeah. and on top of having the data they get to see what complementary pieces people are using because these devs can't play every build right. and master every single build 
for every push variant and think of all the combinations that millions of people who play the game would think up. So um, I think it's good data for them, man. And I'm excited to see what this opens up in the future. I agree. I agree, dude. Um, Yeah, but let's, let's, you know, let's do the thing. Let's dive into, you know, what we saw and our kind of feedback on each of the things uh, kind of line by line here. So, you know, first up is follower system revamp and the ability to emanate uh so you know going into it what was your kind of initial impression and then after playing it for you know 12 plus hours what would you walk away with emanate was uh interesting when i read it i was like oh cool this is dope and then when i put it into practice it was set it and forget it uh royal ring by the way does work on the follower i think in the last podcast we said it wouldn't we were told that it would not we were told that it would not work and it does actually work so is (laughs) that a bug and they're gonna fix it or i hope not because i kind of like it working personally Mm. um but yeah so it's uh it's it's kind of interesting i didn't spend crazy amounts of time messing with the follower and trying to figure out these things so like i i threw on the sage the canes the royal ring the avarice bands um what else? I mean, you know, I, flavor of time and nems are like really all I cared about. Yeah. You know, you throw a flavor of time and nems on your follower and it's like, oh my goodness, it's glorious, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy power creep in solo. It is. You know? Flavor of time but is pretty insane it, power creep. Yeah. It's, I mean, nems too. Yeah. Nems. I mean, you think, I mean well, those two in combination too. Like those two yeah. items are good on their own and would be power creep, but you put those two yeah. together and it's like together, even better. It's like, okay. So every pylon now is progression and yeah. every pylon now lasts for double. It's, it's just, it's nutty, man. Um, so just to jump into Firebirds, for example, like Firebird set uses the Ashengar blood bracers, at least the variants that I played. Um, and so that's going to grant you a shield. Normally to get NEMS, you would have to take those bracers off or give up your cube slot to get them on. And that's a huge toughness loss. I mean, like 90% shield is gone. Yeah. So to get those NEMS for free on the follower, it's it's nutty how powerful that really is. Yeah. Uh, so, but that being said, once you do a rift or two with it on, it's kind of just like it's there and you don't realize it. It's just like you have NEMS on in your build. You don't, you don't think about it. You don't really, you don't appreciate it. I should say, uh, I think you kind of take it for granted. I, I feel think. like I'm just like it's there and it's like, cool. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, it's out of sight, out of mind. Pylons spawn champions. It's just the thing, you yeah. know? So I had a kind of um, a different experience with the bracer thing, right? So like, yeah, for Necro, you know, the new stuff, the new stuff, this is such an impactful, like nemesis. Oh my God, you know? Being able to have Nemesis, and I do appreciate that, right? Especially as like Bone Spear going in and all last season cl- touching a pylon and being disappointed, right? <laughs> like this, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and then obviously yeah. getting that all the time now. Yeah, I, it, I don't think that that effect wasn't really lost on me with the followers, but it was lost, you know, on, on some of the other stuff. Yes, we can reach like, say, you're playing Pestilence, you can reach a new attack speed breakpoint with, uh, you know, putting Lacunis on instead of Nemesis, but. That wasn't really like the massive power creep that it is for like, you know, it, you know, it, like you said, I think we quoted yeah. last last podcast was like, well, now it just makes me want to have cooler necro bracers because, you know, the yeah. we have, now you don't have to wear them. Every yeah. Time, right. 
Um, so, yeah, you, you, I, I don't want to give off the impression that I didn't appreciate it. Mm. I did. I do appreciate it. I just think it's like kind of out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? It's like I click a pylon, and every time I click it, I'd be like, oh, that's badass. I got a champion, and it's double time. And then that's it. Then you're, you, you know, you kill that guy, and you're moving along, and you're just doing your thing. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, it's crazy power creep, though. Yeah. And I like it for two reasons. I think that it it closes the gap between s- single and group play a yeah, little bit. A little bit. And it gives you only because there's the cap <laughs> to the yeah, GRs, it, right? Right. It gives you an incentive to play solo. A little bit now, I think. Like in all, because the sages and Kane set for farming death breath is still it's it's pretty nutty seeing you know ungodly mm-hmm. amounts of death breath and getting the extra keys. Um, but and it's a way that they can introduce power to single player and not affect group play as much. Yeah, like if they want to buff single player solo build, like let's say groups are clearing one fifties in five minutes. And solo's struggling to get it down in some classes, and most people will never do it, right? But they could, they could easily. Let's say they bring the four man down out of the one fifty range. Which I don't know if they'll ever do that, but let's say that they get it down to one thirties. Even they could, they could buff the follower items or follower power, and get that single player experience closer to that four player power level and, mm-hmm. and narrow that gap without affecting four player. And I think that's a really this is the start of a system. Yeah, I agree with that too. And I, I got to think that there was, you know, actual uh, research that went into this decision because I got to assume at this point, especially in Diablo 3's lifespan, that probably most people, like the majority of people are playing solo. You think? Oh, yeah. I think most people just like log in, they play, and then they log off. They're not mm-hmm. worrying about like finding a group or getting in a community. And- interesting. I, I don't know if... I would have thought that. I don't think I have an argument for or against it, but I know personally, I always like to play with other people. Yeah, and I, but you've I kind think, of built your community around that. Yeah, and I think my community is kind of the same too. Yeah. I think that's because I, I built it around grouping. You know, let's let's just chill and have fun. Yeah, right. And me, and so, like, I could have hundreds and hundreds of people in the stream, but I can't find a group to save my life. Literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't find a rat run. Uh, yeah and then when the season starts as soon as i log on you're always like yo you got rats and i'm like yeah, hold on and it takes like what yeah. a minute and we got a rat team you right. know what i mean yep so it's just i think it's just built on communities and your style of play but it would be interesting to see analytics i I think i'm too nervous or too scared to make a claim that's a bold claim i think to say like most people play solo or most people play group because i honestly have no idea but um i think it would be interesting to see those analytics Regardless, though, there is a huge portion of player base that does love solo. And this is a good example of it because comments and and tweets and stuff in streams and and just the things I'm reading on Reddit, like people are, all the solo players are coming out of the woodwork. Like, oh, this is the best change ever, you know? So, yeah. Um, I like the emanation list. I feel like there could be some more choices in some of the pieces. Um, like example, what do we have on chess piece? Gold skin? Yeah, gold skin too. And, and well, that's it. It's what? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that, that, that's it. Unless we put the sages or canes on. Right, right. Um, and then uh, there's other slots like like weapons. Like we don't have any. Like some of the weapons work and some don't, but most are specific to the class anyway. So yeah, I was a little disappointed by the. You know, I thought that 
Ly Lycian would be like a maybe a better choice for the Enchantress with the the uh, you know the gloves combo. Um, What's that do again? Yes, yeah, so the gloves of worship make your buffs yeah, your shrine buffs last ten minutes. Yeah. But Ly Lycian or whatever it, it has a oh. chance on killing a demon to oh, give, to give you the shrine, shrine buff. Yeah, yeah, right. And then right. never, like, it literally never goes off because, like, your enchantress doesn't do shit. Like, it doesn't kill anything. So, yeah. uh, I would, I don't know. But that's kind of like going back to some points about, like, well, then that you're adding in RNG to, like, a push, but then, you know, pushes already RNG. I don't know. Because it's like, how many times are you going to proc and get a shrine buff during GR? Uh, anyways. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree with the, the sentiment that, well, it's just like, we'll put on. Thunder Fury, basically. And, but if you're a scoundrel, uh, I don't know. What are, what are people putting on? Yeah, what do you use? Like, I thought about that in stream, and I'm like, what do I put on my scoundrel? Well, I don't care. Let's just go with the yellow bow he's got on. I'll figure it out later. And I never did, because <laughs> I didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, I just want your poison cloud, bud. You know what yeah. I mean? That's all I care about. So, um, but it, it, it was interesting. I wish there were more choices in there, and it would be cool in the future if we could get a couple, maybe follower only items maybe we give them some unique powers like maybe maybe those are weapons that aren't super broken but i think that would be interesting the problem is is i don't want that dev time wasted on follower followers items, yes you know i'm what I with mean? you 100 so it's like, like it's nice I to have the system but yeah, yeah, it, yeah none of us it's just it's it is interesting to me that they they did buff the followers again. I think it goes back to like maybe they're looking at data and seeing people play solo, so they want to give that juice without make, making yeah. 150s in group play a total meme. So I think right. that this is a smart play to kind of you know lock lower that that power creep that comes from group play. I think that that's what this was meant to accomplish. And I think um, it does a, does a good job yeah. of that. You know, let me ask your opinion on this. Okay. And what would you? How would you feel if they made the followers? um either a just invincible inherently like they had the follower item that makes them invincible all the time where they can't die or b somehow coding them more like pets and minions where they can actually do damage and and their toughness is based on your toughness because it's you're forced into that can't die socket so like let, let me hear what you think about this before I yeah so mind. if you gave them can't die well then you're just shifting the meta towards like what the cooldown reduction or the get all access to all skills and it's like well then you're kind of locking them tonight and either way once people figure out what's the best so i think that that's kind of an insignificant change i do think that you know if you're looking to bridge the gap more then yeah maybe explore like how can we make these followers not do zdps uh like they're yeah. they're a joke right in there's terms stat, of their stat sticks right now right. basically yeah. is all they do and so my thought is like hey let them let their damage be like shadow clones a little bit where they reflect based off of your stats, mm. like somehow reflects onto them or they have stats themselves. And you know, you can micromanage that if you want to, but also their toughness needs to mirror somewhat to yours as well. Like that way I'm not forced into the follower can't die trinket. Like let's say, all right, dude, he's pretty tinky. He might die once or twice in the rift, but for the most part, he's pretty good. I can think I can go with one of these other items if I chose to. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's um it's it's interesting. It's a start though. I think this is a great way to affect solo play mm -hmm. and not screw with groups. And I think they accomplished that. I definitely think this emanate list is going to change and expand over time. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised to see this kind of be like sets where every season we're going to get revamps of this list, you know what I mean? Or things added or removed. Like, like if Flavor of Time got pulled off next season and they threw squirts on there or something, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Can you imagine they threw squirts on there and like people are just like less tanky and they don't know why? Yeah, it'd be nutty, right? <laughs> like, That'd be probably a bad idea. But, yeah. What if you emanated unity and then, well, I guess you can't roll in your follower and another person, person so that wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah, I don't know, man. It'd be, it, it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. But um, all in all, though, man, I think the follower system's cool. To me, it's not up in your face, though. As you're playing the Rift, it's kind of, you forget about it a lot. Um, at least I forgot about it a lot. But mm. maybe I was so enthralled with the new sets that maybe that's why I felt that way, too. Yeah, that's interesting that you felt that way because I I definitely felt it and like I don't know you definitely feel the power you definitely feel that that it was flavor it was very the... very aware right like touching pylons I get the dudes and I'm like oh yeah that's nice to have and I get reminded like every single time and now I touch a pylon and it lasts longer it's like oh yeah I don't know it's like every build that I like in the game always has nims anyways yeah you know it's it's just like a like if it doesn't have nims the like build's broken like we need to get nims in it somehow how right. can we get nims in this? You know? <laughs> You know, so now you just can. And it's now nice. you can. They, they listened. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I walk away with that same sentiment of like, obviously they can really expand on this and they can go a lot of different directions if they really want to. Um, I think, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's probably easy to just like, well, this season, you know, you're getting a rework to try ghoul and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and by the way, we're not, you know, if if your class, if your favorite set didn't get touched as part of these changes, we're at least adding blank to the emanate list until your gameplay changes, maybe a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I hope it doesn't that. become like a like a cop out way to like, oh, we got changes for you. You know, it basically it's going to become a thirteen slot cube at some point. Yeah, you it know? already is. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm like. It's yeah. not fully opened. At least it's a 13 slot limited cube. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I got to wonder, like, how much. I don't know. What, 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 so let me ask you this. So this follower system revamp. Impactful. Solo play. Undeniable. Undeniable power creep. Mm -hmm. Would you rather see this or Fluff's corruption currency? The corruption where you're going to corrupt the item and get a random effect on it or possibly brick the item? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not offended if you if you don't vote I, my way. No. So I think the corruption gives way to some ridiculous combinations of things that would be game-breaking if you got them. And some super, oh my god, I just ruined the best item in the game moments, which are funny as a streamer. That's that's good content, right? Um, but ultimately, ultimately, I think this is better for the health of the game mm. for more people. So I but would I ask you what you what thought was better for the game. What would you? I would prefer? probably take the corrupt items then, if it's strictly for me being selfish. Because that's going to give you infinite possibilities. Like yeah. if you can corrupt the item and throw any random effects in the game on that item. So like I could get a furnace that had um, the Jesseth set combo or let's, let's just say Scythe of the Cycle to keep it out of sets. Like so I get the 
400% minion damage when when I have a secondary skill or in bone armor up and then I have that on a furnace too or something like I don't like maybe you could get these you could get a Tragul's fang that had scythe powers on it like you could you could just have some crazy combinations of things right yeah so, well yeah I wasn't really thinking like that insane but like you know marginally just better right so you could corrupt like a pestilence chest and get like 15% more poison damage or 10% more cooldown reduction stuff that would like obviously really really impact you I wasn't necessarily mm. thinking like oh you just get a crazy TPS legendary effect <laughs> built onto the legendary already yeah, that's that what I'd probably that's break the game no yeah I mean I was thinking like you corrupt the item and you just get a random effect it could be like a little stack creep it could be a whole new I mean it could be added it I mean be, like, you get that kind of power creep sometimes when you double corrupt something in PUE like you straight up have more than doubled your damage just from like a single corruption so like I mean, maybe that's the thing or you could corrupt it and it's like you know Deletes. this thing is minus <laughs> yeah. five thousand percent poison damage you know yeah. you're just like okay well I can never use this again and the know? reason I would go with the corruption as well here because you know again we get this follower but it this doesn't necessarily like change how you know you and I are going to go into the season, or, or how mm -hmm. we're going to play the game, or is this going to add more time that we're playing to the game? Not really. It's it's like it's QOL and it's like cool and it's nice, but like it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't Probably drive more playtime. System definitely breaks multiplayer even worse. Well, sure, but it also yeah. is encouraging. Like, okay, I have an ancient chest, and I bricked it. I got to farm another ancient chest. And then maybe I keep backups and it's like, well, I hit a corruption on that one. That's good. Or, you know, like we you, want, you have to play yeah. more to like, we to want reasons things. to farm. Right. Right. So I think that's part of the hang up in Diablo three right now in general is yeah. that when they change sets or they change things, they're changing the way we play the game slightly, but ultimately you're playing the game for the same activities and for the same end game. You're playing to get ancient and primals to augment gear and you're doing the same activities of Nephilim rifts, greater rifts. Yeah. Those are the four things. That's the four like, you know, pillars of the game. And so if you change a set, it doesn't matter. You're still doing the same things. You're still trying to get yeah. ancients. You're still trying to get augments and you're still doing rifts and greater rifts. Nothing changed. Yep. And at least if you're corrupting items and breaking them, at least you're adding more carrots yeah. to the table to chase. Something you're, you're always chase instead of just yeah. like chasing the paragon. It's like you're yeah. always, and then like, say you got that, you know, primal ancient chess piece and then you get like an ancient chess piece and you're like, well, that's immediate garbage. But if there's a corruption system, then like, oh, you're going to keep it. Like, yay, that's another thing I can possibly corrupt. Try to do it. Yeah. Or you can just, you know, YOLO it and corrupt your primal. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Because, oh, I got you a good backup. backup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're going to have people link in that perfectly rolled primal, you know. And that creates moments that you never forget. Yeah. physical damage or something and the cool thing is like let's say you let's say you corrupted a primal chest and they gave you something nutty like 40 percent physical mm -hmm. and you're playing a cold skill bait, you're like oh man <laughs> yeah. you change your build i, I guess yeah physical. like i'm i'm figuring out a way to make yeah. this work you know, like, <laughs> yeah so it could change some things too but ultimately i still think that that's just uh chasing more loot like we're already chasing ancients and they tried to be like okay now chase primals yeah and it's like, okay, so now we're going to chase primals that we've corrupted. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so it's just a chase. And I think we've kind of seen what adding more chases does to the game. Like, does it help? I don't know, man. It, yes. it artificially inflates a little bit, but 
how long would how long was that going to carry more, more than, than it would have right i think yeah. if the answer is like well you're gonna play a little bit more yeah that then you won that's i think a, it's a great a idea i don't know if that's something they can ever implement you, you know, can even do something like unlock additional runes like that that would be pretty crazy too like on yeah. a skill like you could totally change how you played like you could have a whole new build based around just a corruption alone yeah and just like add, you add it you add an item to a thing and it says unlocks the singularity run yeah or whatever right and, it is, and it's on like a random piece it's on like right. a, like a zodiac ring or something and you're like oh shit. <laughs> yeah. you know like okay cool there's like unlocks what whatever some dumb shit skill that you've never used in your life like right. just think of like some obscure like bone spirit like who used bone spirit before this ptr like i i don't think i had ever cast bone spirit <laughs> i've seen videos of people using it to rgk, RGK me yeah. you know but mm -hmm. other than that it's like i didn't know what the runes did you know yeah so Anyway, super off topic. Um, yeah. And then the skills. Did you really, I mean, what kind of impact did you feel from the skill changes to the followers? So they did do the thing that I was talking about last week where they paired up the, the cheat death with the most powerful skill. Yeah. So like the poison cloud from the scoundrel and the cheat death were on the same tier. Um, and there was a couple other ones that were on the same tier. But, um, you know, I didn't really, I went through and made my initial choices and then I was done. You know, like yeah. they, they're only real choices. Do you want more power or do you want cheat death? Well, am I playing softcore or hardcore? I'm playing softcore, more power. Playing hardcore, cheat death. Yeah. You know, I think that's a pretty easy no-brainer. So I don't know if I like those being on the same tier. I mean, I guess I do. I don't think power creep's too crazy for solo anyways. So I think they should kind of open that up a little bit. But yeah. what do you think? You know, um, yeah, I think like you said, the good the good feedback of you know one not really being able to see the Knights Vale circle, you know that that kind of feels bad. Um, I think that planning around it is it's not really I don't know I, I kind of see it as like uh, the Oculus Ring like if everything lines up, fantastic. There's um, a couple times where I noticed that my my dudes were standing in the poison the scoundrel poison because stuff just evaporated really like. There was a time where I'm like, ooh, I don't know where all that damage came from. They had to have been standing in the poison cloud. Like, it's the only thing I could think of because it was just like, I for a little bit, I had this insane power and then it was gone and there was no pylon, nothing. They they definitely need to fix that so we can notice it. I couldn't even tell how long of a cooldown it had because it was so hard to see it that I was, I you know, I'm like, I don't really feel like spending 10 minutes trying to test this and see how long the cooldown is. I can't see it anyway, so we're just going to act like it's not there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Enchantress was uh, super noticeable for me. Uh, the cooldown reduction. You know, I, I was getting up to like ninety cooldown reduction on a Necro. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Uh, that's just insane. Yeah. They made it just made everything more smooth. Uh, you yeah. know, a lot of the builds I play are around cooldown reduction. So, like, that was really really nice. Uh, getting a second cheat death, like a drop. You know, I could drop the cheat death the final service uh, that, yeah. that was a nice quality of life yeah. yeah um so yeah i think that that was nice uh for sure i, I did like the enchantress in particular I, I don't i don't love the idea to be honest of running scoundrel just to get that potential circle that's like perfectly placed in my favor i don't like that i don't like the idea of like maybe having to be to have to push myself into that because it's meta and like that damage spike I'm going to see sometimes is just worth it to run it versus like something that's just consistently good 
Yeah. You know what I it's mean? The R- it's the RNG basis yeah. of it. I like and that. I get that. And like, that seems to be what this game turned into. Everything's RNG. Yeah. Um, and, and some builds can play to that a lot more than others, right? So if you see the poison cloud on the ground and you're in a build that can potentially group things up or can teleport to that circle and draw enemies into it, because if it lasts for 10 seconds, even if you get a couple seconds of it, like it's probably worth it. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was it was impossible to notice anyway. So until they fix that, it's you know not I'm just going to stick with my enchantress and get yeah. that cooldown unless the build uses no cooldown. Yeah, you know the thing I was surprised about was, uh, you know, we've been running a Templar this whole time, like all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we had been trained to stack cooldown reduction on gear. Uh, yep. Because it would make the Templar's heals come off cooldown faster. Right. Uh, and it turns out the cooldown really does nothing for everyone else, which is really odd. Huh. It doesn't make them do their skills more often. Any faster. I wonder why not. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But <laughs> I found that to be really interesting. Um, yeah. But that was the only other thing to note, I think, on the followers. It's just like, oh. Yeah, I didn't really have much else to add if you want me there. Um, solar leaderboard updates. It's just... I mean, it's just blatantly cool, you know, to be like, okay, I like how they implement as well. It's really easy. It's not like some weird. Yeah. And you see that little space right under that's where you could put the Paragon or ours filtered. We'll see who wins the poll. Right here. Yeah. Right there. I mean, it would fit right there. It's such an easy drop down, Mm -hmm. you know, just put brackets in there if you don't want to let us type in whatever number we want. Yeah. It's pretty Um, damn but yeah, it's it's super cool. Like to be I'm like, okay, what where are people pushing to try gold? One twenty one. Good job. You know, blood. Yeah, blood lance again, yay. Um not surprising. But it, yeah, it's just it's just a cool feature. I don't know if you have really anything to add on that. No. That 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 performed exactly how I expected it to, and I was pleased. Basically it was my yeah, I, I was super happy with it. It did everything I thought. It seemed like the developers took a lot of time to flesh it out and make it work like properly. Mm-hmm. So um and then let's get into uh firebirds first so walk us through the firebirds what happened what'd you test we built the firebirds out and um initially my thought process is exploding blast right because you can stack wanda whoa Mm -hmm. stack whatever offhand is i forget the name yeah i'm talking about yeah explosive blast yeah of infinite something i don't know whatever name but basically, you can have yourself like ticking off some fire blast crazy, crazy, crazy fast, and it doesn't interfere with your other casting and movement. It's just something you can spam, and it doesn't have any animation delays or lag or anything like that. So it's it's a really good skill. So initially, we went and we built that out, and um, I think I did like a one twenty on the first run, which. It's kind of nutty to just jump on a build and just push a 120. Like, you're not used to doing that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of noticed is like, I don't think the explosive blast was triggering the firebirds like it was supposed to. Like, mm-hmm. it was working some, but not near as much. And then, so it turns out that Arcane Torrent with Flame Ward ends up um, triggering it like on every projectile. So, if you, if you channeled Arcane Torrent with Flame Ward, You'll notice it shoots out like five or six projectiles at a time as you're channeling. Every one of those would would pop the Firebird six-piece bonus, the 50 stacks times the 4,000% and all that. And so... How does that work real quick? So, so because I didn't play this at all. Mm-hmm. So you 
so say you're making an explosive blast build and you you know because you want to be speed right because you get that cooldown reduction on the four piece that makes sense but like yeah. are you porting and then you do a spin with the disintegrate real quick so, so what i so what i do is disintegrate i so for me personally i put disintegrate on right click and so you're right clicking and you're shooting the cyclops laser beam from your wizard right as soon as you touch something it ignites them and then that's that gives you all the things right so if you look at the set bonuses the two piece um i believe ignites an enemy and they start burning down the four piece you get 80 percent damage reduction when somebody's ignited and then four thousand percent um damage while something's ignited too right mm. so you're getting all this damage bonus and all this damage reduction just from burning an enemy so as long as that enemy doesn't die and they're like I don't know what the the range is, but it's definitely way off screen. Really? You know, you still have it. That's good. Uh, I don't think they have to be on the actual visible part of the it screen. It didn't used to sure. be that way. It would pop off really, really fast. It feels it feels to me like it was. They could get off screen, and you still had the toughness. I didn't ever feel squishy when I was moving from pack to pack, um, and so they burn forever. And then the problem is, is you start channeling and your stacks build up really fast. It takes maybe three seconds to get to 50 stacks. I don't know, three to five seconds. I'm not hundred percent sure, but as soon as you let go, they start dropping though. And they, they drop relatively quickly too. Mm. So it's a thing where you're always channeling. And I don't know that I like that because once you, once you channel up to 50, then you have a hundred percent cooldown on, on the wizard teleport. And this reminds me how clunky wizard teleport is because in my opinion, the way that this was designed to play the pure firebirds was to have 50 stacks and teleport move everywhere, never walk anywhere, just yeah. teleport only. But teleport has a cast delay to it. It feels, it feels like crap compared to dashing strike on a monk. It feels worse than even uh, teleport that necros get blood, blood rush. Blood rush. It doesn't even feel as good as Blood Rush. And mm. I, I I definitely feel like Wizard Teleport needs to be looked into and have some animation delay removed or some internal cooldown removed because it just feels bad, especially if the set's going to be played this way. Um, but you're so you get your 50 stacks, you teleport around, you never walk. It's like playing, uh, it's kind of like when you give advice to play your your uh, T16 Lance builds, your yeah, Invincible Lance builds. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like that, like you're, once you get your stacks, you never walk anywhere. Right. And, and so you're right clicking and you're teleporting. And then on top of that, with the explosive blast build, you're smashing the explosive blast button. So you're starting to already have this weird combination of buttons you have to press. You're spamming a button like devour, which is like, I mean, constantly mashing it. You're holding down right click because you constantly want to channel. You need to teleport. So you have to have another bind for teleport. Or if it's on left click, then shift click mm -hmm. to teleport. And so before you know it, there's three keys that are constantly getting mashed, and the other two are your shields. It's not an impossible play style. It's not even a hard play style, but it's a very awkward play style until you get used to it, and it's a very tiring play style. So if you're playing it, um, eventually your fingers are going to wear out, and you're going to be like, okay, I got to play something else. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a mashy play style, and I dislike that. Um, I like the builds where you don't mash buttons I personally like I, I think whoever invented devour needs to be smacked a little bit like i don't <laughs> understand why you would ever why would you design a game where like you're expecting people to just smash that button for hours like yeah. i don't understand that you yeah. know what i mean um 
So, but the play style is cool. You run around, you ignite enemies, you blow them up, and then you have to explode the six-piece bonus on something. Either you're using your explosive blast or your arcane torrent. With the arcane torrent variant, then what you're doing is you're lining up your COE. So what you're going to do is you're going to try to find an oculus circle, and you're going to teleport to the oculus circle. And then when you hit fire element, you're going to switch to arcane torrent, channel that arcane torrent, and, um, and blow things up. So you can see this is some of the some of the play, some. yeah some of the play footage of it right here if you guys are listening in the youtube video or the you know the live stream we have it up and, and you're blowing it up and so i had to figure out you know obviously figure out the play style so i don't know if this run i had figured out oh we'll start getting away and channeling arcane torrent during fire cycle or whatever but um then that's what i yeah. this is the gameplay i expected you just like whoop do it a circle <laughs> yeah i just do that to ignite everything yeah and then, that's what i would and think then you, you see explosive blast just sitting i mean you're sitting there just trying to do it and like i said i don't know uh it doesn't look like i have arcane torrent on my bars yet for this yeah. one so okay. this is before i had figured that out this is where i still had explosive blast so well, i i don't know what run that one has arcane torrent on mm -hmm. it so, so yeah so so in somewhere somewhere in here you know you you'll see me jump out during fire cycle and start arcane torrenting things and blowing stuff up and and then I started to realize, well, it still does a lot of damage. You can even use it outside of Fire Cycle, and it still blows stuff up. So basically, hit fifty stacks and then Arcane Torrent. Um, so the play, anyway, play style is it's super tanky. It was crazy, crazy tanky. Like, look at me eat these Arcane Beams. I don't even move. I don't have to move. My health never dips, and I don't have a shield pylon right there. Like, I'm just eating Arcane Beams. I'm standing in poison. Does I'm this use Wizard Shield or whatever? This is um, the Ashengar Blood Bracers, mm -hmm. which give you ninety percent potency on shields. It's using magic weapon deflection, which gives you a shield every time you attack. And then the disintegrate basically stacks your shield super fast. And then you're using galvanizing ward, which gives you a shield every time you don't take damage for five seconds. But it's not your shield take damage, it's your HP take damage. Mm. So as long as you maintain your shield, that galvanizing ward keeps resetting. Um, so it's pretty nutty. Are you able to run squirts on this or is that? Yeah, Okay. I think I had squirts on too. Yep. At high level, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's like I said, this is just the this is like you know the second or third <laughs> run we're doing. It's not like we've even mastered the playstyle yet. Right, like yeah. this is still like new stuff, and you're it's it's just super. Like look at this this thing. I got electric um, electrified right there. We got arcane beams. We got grotesque explosions. I don't know if there's a grotesque in that pack. It's hard to see, but so basically you'll you'll start finding the Oculus circles and just teleporting to them and and just blowing stuff up. Yeah. So, and this is—is is this pure Firebird? Pure Firebirds, okay, yeah. right here. Okay. Yeah. And so this is okay. Um, you know, I I didn't all those things somehow. Once your damage gets hit, then you need to start getting nervous because you don't have your galvanizing ward shield respawning, and then yeah. so you might have to run off for a second. So I probably could end up dying here. Oh, and by the way, you got double cheat deaths. Right. You Plus know, it's like follower maybe or no? Yeah, follower cheat death. I didn't take it, but you okay. could. You yeah. can have triple cheat deaths in this setup. So for hardcore, this would be nuts, right? Um, so I did this at a 140 just to see if I could take damage. And uh I, I could basically tank any damage at 140 also Dang. with this setup. So I didn't have the damage output figured out yet, but the damage intake was fine at 140. Did you try just like being immune to all damage? Pretty yeah. easy to do on an echo. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, pretty. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, so then we tried the Tyro, the Tyrosha yeah, yeah. Firebird. Um, that one's even 
So there's two different variations of this. There's actually way more than that. There's uh, a frozen orb. There's a couple different frozen orb yeah, variations. Yeah, I saw the people wearing the dagger for frozen orb. How, so how does that work? So I don't, I don't even remember the setup that I used, but mine was slightly different than what other people, like some people had used it on leaderboard. I used the galvanizing ward combo again um, with uh ashen gar blood bracers and magic weapon deflection because i like the tankiness that it provides having that shield and so i instantly went in and cleared like a 130 135 with this setup on like the first try um it, but the play style was different so this one you're not channeling the disintegrate to get the stacks this is energy twister that you're watching right now actually yeah. um but but you're not and this one wasn't near as tanky i didn't i wasn't able to get the magic weapon deflection in this setup um so this this setup i think you're watching right now i actually got rid of teleport just for fun i wanted to see could i do a no 30 a 135 with no teleport and um and just tank it and i did actually it was, i think i even did a 140 maybe like yeah. that it, it's just stupid it's, it's like i was just playing around with it just to see what we could do but Basically, with frozen orb, though, um, you're not spamming the disintegrate. You're just shooting the orbs. You're you're getting your Talrasha's four four piece elemental bonus. So you have to proc arcane, frost, electricity, and or lightning and um, arcane. And so you're going to get you know arcane from the teleport and lightning from whatever the lightning orb thing's called. I forget, maybe called lightning orb. Um, frozen from the arcane orb, and then your fire from disintegrate. So once you have all four elements, then you'll see I'm only disintegrating just to keep my ignite stacks, my, my stacks up to keep ignite on something, and then to keep my Tarasha stacks at four. And so the um, arcane or the energy orb, the lightning orb, whatever it's called, has no mana cost to it, so we can freely channel that one to keep our stacks going. It's from the auto attack. It's from the whatever class. So it's a twenty five percent chance on when you cast the spark to do the arcane orb. How how often do you feel like that, that's going off? No, that doesn't seem to go off that much. It does throw it out though. It's the arcane orb that does the frozen orb that is yeah. getting thrown out from that. Okay, so you're actually mainly the casting the frozen. Orb. Yeah, the frozen orb's doing all the damage. The lightning orb is just procking Talrasha's, and it's free to keep the Talrasha stacks up. So, so what's the dagger copy. doing for these people? Uh, dagger gives arcane damage or is damage. That, okay, so procs, yeah. but you don't care about the proc. It's just the damage. That's yeah, I think so. I, I'm not a hundred percent. Honestly, I'd have to. I looked at so many different things. I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh yeah, so it is. It's a proc, but yeah. Yeah, it's just raw damage too. It's raw damage too. That's a weird weapon. Sorry, wizards. Yeah. So sucks. <laughs> it's nutty, dude. Like I, some of the damage numbers I saw, like one two quintillions. Like, and you know, this is like non-optimized stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, I saw some, I saw like 1.8, uh, 1.8 quintillions and two quintillions and stuff. And it's just, uh, and then that might've been with power pile. And I don't remember, but I remember seeing the number being like, oh my gosh. So you can see I'm throwing lightning and then frozen is just in there, you know, just to keep the stacks and, and keep stuff going. Um, damage is insane. It's, yeah. I mean, look, Looks look strong. at the time, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like. It's a joke. It was play, In all honesty, this was my favorite build of all the ones to play. Okay. So, um, because I didn't methodically, I didn't have to smash any buttons. I wasn't spamming. I wasn't spamming explosive blast. I didn't have to hold disintegrate. I could actually walk around and not have to use teleport the whole time because teleport feels so clunky. Um, so this was my favorite build to play. Hmm. And then I did energy twister, which was a variant of this. And it was, um, less tanky 
maybe more area damage. It's kind of hard to say. A different playstyle altogether, but the same general principle. Super powerful, broken, and tanky. So, yeah. Did you? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of scouring through the boards here. I'm not really seeing kind of any amazing speed. But I guess a 120. But I wonder if it's like consistent 120. With Ruby and energy watched the Talrasha thing was like, what was that a 130 or 135 that we just watched? And I did it in like nine minutes or something yeah. stupid. You know what I mean? So, I mean, a solo one, and that's that's with unoptimized gear um, and like not even knowing the play style, like playing the play style twice, you right. know? Like that, those are the things. Like you got to think when you play a play a build for three months, you learn the intricacies. You you sure. you naturally have the rhythms and the timings and everything down in your head. Like when you're vlogging in something and just throwing it on the first night, and you're still just smashing a riff like that. Like, all right, that's that should tell you a lot, you know. So yeah. So okay. So you kind of given us the play styles, the impression. Like, what would you like? to happen like what would you like to see changed about these depends on how much i do uh yeah what do if, I yeah the categories in two different ones so one if you could like if if, if development time wasn't really a thing or yeah. two like is there a quick fix in your eyes for this so wizard teleport definitely needs some overhaul if you expect the class to move around with teleport which i honestly feel that's how the design intent was i think they designed this with the intent that you never walk once you get your 50 stacks of Firebirds, um, Wizard Teleport has to get buffed. It needs to have that internal cooldown lowered so you can teleport faster. Um, if they did that and they made Explosive Blast actually proc when it hits and then lower the damage because it's pretty nutty right now, um, and then you'd have to lower toughness a little bit too because I do think it felt a little tanky as well. Mm. I think you can make the pure Firebirds work, but you're never going to play it because the Talrasha variants are always going to be better. So in order to make people actually play the six-piece, if that's your intent, you got to move the four-piece damage bonus to the six-piece. You have to. Yeah. As long as it's on the four-piece, you're never going to play this set. You're only going to play Talrasha's six-piece, Firebirds four-piece. You know? Yeah, you know, one of the things I heard a lot of, and I'm sure, oh, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but... Uh, were, were people kind of just being disappointed that they're channeling on Wizard again? Did you get that impression when playing it, or? I like this skill a lot. I like channeling on a Wizard a lot. I could see if you're a Wizard main, how you're like, damn, really? Because you know, we've done this in Talrashas. We've done this in, in Veers. You've channeled in Veers, you've channeled in Talrashas forever, and this is going to end up being another Talrasha build, and now Firebirds will be channeling too. So yeah, I can see that. Um, I do think the Frozen Orb variant of this didn't require channeling, so to say, and I liked it. So if they embrace... I, I don't know what Blizzard wants to embrace, man. Do they want to support the Talrasha 6, Firebirds 4? Is that... because? If they're not going to acknowledge that, then that'll be the play style. And if they don't want you doing it, then they got to redesign it altogether. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I personally don't feel that way. I, I like Disintegrate. I think it's cool to channel. Um, but I can understand why people would say that, though. Because if you think of historically, Tarasha's Meteor in Season 11 or 12 was channeling. Um, before that, there was the Lightning Archon that proc Paralysis in like mm -hmm. Season 7, 8, 9, whatever that was. 
After that, you had uh, Veers again with Chantoto, which was definitely channeling. Um, and then dominant. Yeah. So I, I get it, man. I, I definitely get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I, I, uh, I, think, I think it's cool. I don't, I don't like the combination of buttons you had. I don't like mashy. And Explosive Blast is mashy. And I think that's, if they fix it, that'll be the way to play it. So... Um, you, you mentioned it being mashy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how much more mashy was the Necromancer? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I'll let you get into Necro. Yeah. Necro was... God, dude. I hated it, but I didn't at the same time. I don't understand... Okay, Necro's, ma Necro's always been mashy. Maybe so I accept it for that. Um, and we played different builds too, I think. Did you have Siphon in yours all the time? Well, yeah, because so the way I played it is different from the way everybody else was playing it. Because so a lot of oh, people wow. were just like, oh, that guy's doing the best. Let me copy that. But the, you know, the rank one was a, um, a uh, what's that necklace called? Um, Stewart's, right? Which you mm -hmm. could literally never pull off. Because there's no there's no way, there's no way to keep up a shield on a necro in a high gr, so yeah. it's just it's not even a possibility. So I knew that that was going to be out. So it's like I'm not even going to like get used to this play style. We're gonna we're gonna look at other ways. It's kind of like what made me popular <laughs> in yeah. Diablo to begin with. Is like we started looking at other play styles because we knew that something was going to get nerfed. Um, and so yeah, so my immediate thought process is like, well, okay. One, we're not going to be permanently invulnerable, so you're not going to be keep up scored. So how else can we kind of ramp up the damage on some of these uh, skills? And so, you know, early on, I immediately played with, uh, you know, the Death Valley rune and speed. And that was a ton of fun, uh, actually. I did not expect, I like, I was actually having a, just a, a load of fun, just like going into like a GR speed. and. So what is tell people what the Death Valley rune is because a lot of people probably don't even know what you mean when you say that. So explain. I guess ex maybe give a really quick summary of how you're playing it. Yeah. So basically, for speeds, you know, I was throwing in like an Ingyam with Blood Rush, dropping mm -hmm. Bone Spirit from the build altogether because it just yep. it didn't add so, any yeah. value. You know, immediately I knew it didn't add any value for like speed or anything like that. So it's basically just like proc your Ingyam and then run on the rift spamming. Death Valley, which is the rune on Land of the Dead that just sucks like all, everything on the screen into like one area to get hit, basically. Okay. And that so, was just <laughs> that yeah, was broken. To, to real quick, answer the spammy question. It's super spammy and it sucks. And you know what really sucked was keeping the mages up. I hated it. I hated trying to keep the mages up when I was doing the push. Uh, but we put together a T16 speed build with this the other night. I spent some time just trying to work out something and um. It was kind of the same. I ended up going, what's the rune where you do the big circle of AOE around you? Uh, uh, the blood one. Yeah, what's the one it's called? It's a physical one. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. we did that Death one for Storm. a while. Yeah, Death Storm. And, and it was like, you could run, so comparatively to like a Singularity Mage or like an Invincilancer, it's definitely slower for T16s. But it was easy to play. Like new players could pick it up and just smash some rifts pretty quick with low skill level. Um, so I think a lot of people would like it, but I don't think ultimately it would be the, the optimal play for experienced players. You yeah. know what I mean? 
But um, it was super spammy though, dude. I didn't like, I, I don't like spammy builds at all. And this one is like literally mash half of the keys on your bar. You're like, you know, so. But yeah, so I, you know, I jumped into the speed thing, uh, which I'm showing right now, super fun. And immediately jumped into like ways of making the poison go far higher. You obviously running nares and getting like five stacks mm-hmm. is probably going to be the play. I think to, you know, the feedback that I gave uh, was definitely like, okay, here we are yet again. We're spamming mages in a necro build, which was a thing, you know, if you've been running rats, you've been spamming mages. If Even if you push LOD poison scythe, you're hitting mages. And, you know, if you play Rathma, its original version of Rathma, you're, you're spamming mages. If you push with LOD, you're, you're spamming mages. So, yeah, it definitely feels bad to be spamming mages yet again. I definitely see where they were going with this set. Um, there is some synergy proposed in the set, but it just doesn't work because I don't think that uh, like basically the way the way they want you to play it is you have to run mages, you have to run revive, you have to run command skeletons, you have to run bone spirit, and you have to run army of the dead. It's five skills that they're yeah, expecting they you to hard. have on your bar. Yeah, uh, and so it gives you one slot, one skill to right. basically like fill in. Um, and so it just it it doesn't work. And like you said. You know, the push variation, I think any version of the push variation, even mine, um, was just like you have to run a generator at a high level. So you lose that sixth slot immediately. So you're basically locked into You're locked into the build. Those five up. things plus a generator. And what ends up happening is like, you know, obviously skeletons cost juice and you have to just spam your generator so you're sitting there you're left clicking as fast as you can you're spamming mages as fast as you can and then on top of that you're spamming army of the dead as you pass possibly yeah. pass as you can it's just like and it, it's so bad like i'm literally yeah, sitting so there like left right clicking and i'm tapping another key exactly and like i remember thinking like so i had mages on right click and i had grim scythe on left click and then you have like you know uh army of the dead i like two three whatever so I ended up spamming like, you know, whatever, I'm spamming three, I'm spamming one, I'm spamming whatever. And then I'm spamming right click and I'm like throwing in left clicks in there. And I remember thinking like halfway through the first rift, like to my, my right finger, my right click finger is about to fall off. This is stupid. This is so dumb. Yeah. Then I started realizing like, you know what? I can't even keep more than like two or three mages up at a time anyways. Let me just pull my essence and then time all my mages for a poison cycle when I'm standing in a circle, right? So then I started like just getting lazy and doing that and just to pump the damage up so I could get 10 mages out when I was gonna hit poison cycle in a circle. And then it, it worked, you know, but it was just like, and then just timing your bone armor to stun during that thing to proc Crisbees too. So there were some, some things you could do to make the play style a little bit more, you know, big brain, I guess, but it wasn't, um, it was super spammy, but, and that all being said, it's probably just because you couldn't die. Like you were literally invincible in this yeah. setup, like a hundred percent uptime on 100% damage reduction. So you can't die. Like you, you really can't die. Yeah. That Unless was you just forget to cast army. Of the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless there's nothing to hit. The only way you died is if you were transitioning from pack to pack. And and somehow you had some cooldown left on Army of the Dead, you know, but um, but it it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, for that it was fun, but there, it can't go live like that, man. Yeah. And you know? it's interesting too, because like chat's reaction is like, oh my god, this build looks amazing. Because I mean, it does look cool. You got the poison mages yeah. out, you got the poison circle, you've got 
you know, poison things happen. You got a ton of minions out and people are like, oh my God, I can't wait to play this. But like when they actually get their hands on it and they actually get to play it, you're like, oh my God. So, okay. So how would you fix it? What are you going to do to fix this? If this were you up to you, what's your quick win? And then what's your ultimate win? Yeah. So, you know, my immediate feedback was, I see what you guys are trying to do here and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but I think we're trying to do too much, right? So they're trying, they're trying to do too much. Um, so, you know, my immediate suggestion is, well, maybe we should consider separating the two. Like maybe there's actually two different play styles to be found here in the Rathma setup. Like maybe we could have like a whole army of dead setup, and maybe we could have a whole bone spirit setup. Maybe we don't need to combine them into one build and lock people's skills up. Um, I think if they absolutely have to keep this play style, if this is their way, um, then we need to bake in something like one of these skills or maybe two of these skills that we have to run 100% of the time, get baked into the set somehow. Like maybe we just get revive for free. Like maybe, yeah, know, or, or maybe devour somehow. Or just last forever too. So you don't have to F and spam them the whole time. Right. Like that would be, that's that's a win, but then you're dumbing it down even more. Yeah, but you can't, I mean, you're you not, can't. you're going to be spamming Army of the Dead. I think either way you come at yeah. this build. And if they don't want you to spam mages, yeah, they could probably give you the mages for free. So you're not spamming that. But then you're still like, well, you're still kind of making sure that you keep up your command skeletons, you know, maybe optimizing your bone spirit. Like you're gonna, if, if you bone spirit actually worked in this setup, imagine if it did, right? Like we'd be spam clicking for things and it, like that would yeah. be terrible. You'd be you'd be spam clicking revive even, right? If the, if the set actually played how they wanted it to. You would be spam clicking revive to get more cooldown reduction on your bone spirit. You'd be spamming command skeletons to make sure it stays up. You'd be spamming mages to make sure you have your 10. And you'd be spamming army of the dead yeah. to, to, you know, have your damage, basically. And, and then you're spamming your generator because you have to have it. Yeah. To make <laughs> yeah, you can literally face roll on the keyboard <laughs> the whole time. It's uh, Yeah, you got to get rid of the spam, please. Like, I, you know... I don't know, man. I hate spammy builds, honestly. This was like probably one of the most fun spammy builds I've played. But ultimately, though, I don't know who makes the design decisions when it comes. Like, have you guys ever sat down for a several hours or a weekend of just spamming one or spamming two or spamming one, two, three, four, left click, right click? Like, you can't you can't have yeah. eight, 10, 12 hour play sessions doing that. No. That's what you're asking people to do. So you're basically at inviting people to break TOS. Macro, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You're inviting people to break TOS. And so either A, bake in autocast to the game. It should have been added at this point already anyways. Uh, if you right-click a skill in a rift just or wherever, it just automatically casts it when it comes off cooldown. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, that should have been there as soon as they invented Devour. Um or change it man you got to make mages last like 10 times as long so we don't have to span them or make them indefinite like revive make army of the dead i guess you could spam army of the dead and grim scythe and that that goes back to yeah i think that's a that's a big feels mad moment too right so obviously the community doesn't want to spam mages and that sucks too but then the thing that you know maybe most people don't see that could happen here is so say once the Squirts things goes away because you can't Wrath My Shield permanently anymore, you're probably going to want to run Haunted Visions so you can get double mages. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then you're going to want to run the Grim Scythe because the synergy you get from getting all the essence back with one swipe. And then now we're back into a build where we're spamming Scythe. Like we use Scythe in the Bone Spear push. We use Scythe in LOG, obviously Poison Scythe. And now yeah. we have another build that we're going to use Scythe uh, and Mages. And it's just like you're you're forcing players into the same play styles, uh, even though they're using some different skills on their bar and it, it doesn't feel good. So, yep. I agree. So, so what's your, what's your fix, man? What's your win? What do you do? Yeah. I think the fix is, is, uh, like either again, separate those play styles. So you have an army of the dead play style and you have a bone spirit play style. If you have to keep them together, then you got to rethink bone spirit. I don't think you want people running around with 9,999 stacks of Selena buff on their bracers. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Obviously, they have to cap the range on it anyways. Otherwise, players are going to abuse that for RGK. Uh, but yeah, I, you got to bake in the minions. I don't think that people want to be casting minions. You know, you cast Revive once at the start of the Rift, and you never, ever cast it again. Uh, but maybe that would change if you actually use Bone Spirit. I don't know. But yeah, I think that I don't, I don't spamming minions that. is not a good place to here. Yeah, I don't. So if you change revive into where you have to cast it more frequently, then it then it's just like mages all over again. And I I honestly enjoyed the fact that we had to get the minions to revive in the first place, and that it makes that that made command skeletons almost mandatory too, because you couldn't do the damage to get your initial set of revive minions without the command skeletons damage bonus plus just them being there to to tank and deal damage for you. Um. But I don't, I don't necessarily hate that the revive minions are gone, or, or that they last forever. Uh, and, and I kind of feel like in a minion, like to me, Rothma is like the stereotypical cookie cutter necro build. Like this is your necro that comes down and he raises an army of dead, and he's attacking with his army of dead, right? So I'm, okay, I'm okay with having my mages last forever and my revive last forever. And I would like to get the golem in there, and I would like to have all these pets. And I kind of want them to do the damage, but at the same time, if they do all the damage, then what are you doing as the player? Running yeah. around and trying not to die? Yeah, we don't want the Witch Doctor playstyle on the Necro. We don't want that either. So how are you going to, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know I think I mean? that, uh, you know, that raises a good question. I I think that, I don't know that I agree. Like, yeah, so you're going to, if you if you ran in Bone Spirit, the thing that none of us really got to play with, because Bone Spirit sucks, yeah, was the secondary effect of Bone Spirit. Every single time you consume a corpse, you get a charge back, right? Basically, and especially on a skill like Reviver, you're you're getting ten different things. So, you know, I'm we didn't get to play with that playstyle, so it's really hard decision to be like, well, we don't want to spam revive. I do think that you know, spamming revive could hurt two piece because like when you resummon them, they no longer attack until they find a target, and so you lose some cooldown reduction on Army of the Dead because they have to like come out with their animation and then run towards the target and then start hitting and then you can start proccing two-piece again. So that would be really bad if you're sitting there spamming revive and constantly resumming them just to get more, you know, cooldown on bone spirit and that synergy doesn't really work. So that would be really, really bad. Um, what if you had them just reduce cooldown on bone spirit like they do army of the dead? The same. If they're attacking and hitting things, it reduces the cooldown on it maybe. Maybe, but then you run into like, okay, well now am I just you know spamming right click plus bone spirit like just constantly? Is is that super fun? Yeah. I mean, I maybe know. it's better, but because you're using skills you haven't used before. Yeah, but yeah. There's got to be some. There's got to be some way to get bone spirit back without. 
Yeah, I think that there, you know, one thing you could potentially do is Bacon revive with Devour. Like somehow Bacon maybe Devouring Aura and when you revive, you get it. Or when you Devour, you get a revive minion. Automatically revives. But then if you're, yeah, if you had Devouring Aura on, it would constantly reset. But if you spammed it, then you would stop spamming when you had your full army and they could attack. Yeah. And then you could spam it when you lose one or two. Ooh, if it's devouring or you never click it, it's just there. No, 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 no. But may, if you just had devour, let's just say devour did it baked in, regardless of what rune you had selected. Because then you could at least control when they would reset too by pressing the button. Yeah, true. And devour would also give you essence back. So maybe you wouldn't have to sit there and spam your scythe or your generator, right? Maybe. But then you run into like the RG. It's like, now what? Yeah, well, uh, when your minions die, <laughs> they leave a corpse that you can devour. Yeah, it's tough. Right? It's tough. I don't know. But man. then we're like, we're asking them to not make us revive or to cast minions again. So how do we, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, like, it's tough. It's, so like, I think that this is presenting itself, right? So the problem that we're arriving to is, yeah, there's a ton of things we can do to make it better. And we could sit here and we could theorycraft. But there's, I think there's a fatal flaw with the set in and of itself is that no matter what thing we kind of try to swap out to make it better, there's still like a clunkiness that happens. Um, so I don't know. I think that they're going to have to go back to the drawing board a little bit with this. I don't think they have to go too far, but I think it's it's probably going to require more dev effort time than we're going to get, unfortunately, yeah. is what I, I'm I fearful that, for. So, so I think that ultimately there's no way it goes with the permanent rothma shield yeah. so what are they going to do to rothma shield are they going to break rothma shield they're just going to remove it from rothma shield you think so yeah and rothma shield's gone like it just doesn't affect army of the dead anymore no army of the dead on the rothma shield yeah mm, i think that's horrible i mean it feels bad but what else you can't do anything else if you want to keep what this place you just make it like 60 percent damage reduction instead of immunity but then you already have 80 percent dr from the set well, I'm just whatever number it takes to make it feel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. Wrath of feels good in those Army of the Dead popping builds where you're super squished, but then maybe if Pestilence gets like mitigation in the future, you don't need that as much. I don't know. I don't know, man. It just sucks to see skills getting broken because of one set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. This, this, this walks the line to me of like Death Witch at, at Sigil. Like they got nerfed because of Star Pact. And it affected so many other things that even down the line, it affected. It's affecting this new set now. You know what I mean? Oh, and that was a, a hot topic that I didn't even touch on the wizard testing. So in Firebird, in all of these sets, I think you take for granted how immune you get to CC on other character classes. For example, like Crusaders get Accurate's Champion and Barbarians get Wrath of the Berserker and even Wizards get Archon yeah, yeah. for and a lot of things. And so when you're playing the Firebirds or the Firebirds Talrasha, you have no immunity to CC. There's no way to get it on these sets. Like there's there's like there's no way I to mean, get it. I have been playing a Necro for like 2 years, so I I'm used In to it. In a way. So so but but here's so look, hear me out though. This is why it's shitty. So they broke Death Wish and Etch Sigil to where you have to or Death Wish for sure, where you have to channel for a full second before the damage bonus kicks in. Yeah. Right? So as you're trying to channel to get the damage bonus to kick in, to time it with your fire cycle, you have to dodge a frozen. Yeah. You have to you get knocked back by a minion that just punches you, and everything seems to knock you back when you're not immune. You don't realize how much it is. You have to dodge like there's there's just like you get wormhole, teleported, frozen, jailer, like whatever million things that they have at the game. 
all of it knocks you around. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many times, like I can't even tell you, like there was a couple of, like, I had like two or three elites at the same time. And I don't think I ever got death wish to proc on the entire pack because I was constantly getting bumped around or knocked around the whole time. And it's, yeah. um, you can't sit still and channel. And it's just, it goes back to, they fucked that weapon up because of star packs. And now here we are a year later and it's affecting new sets they're putting in the game because they couldn't fix that one millisecond of a glitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's always interesting though. Cause like, just you know, break star pack, like just take the rune out of the game. I don't know that, care. but it's like, you know, as a necro main, like, yeah. Imagine not being immune to all of that. Like that's stuff we've had to deal with since the dawn of neck, you know, like poison scythe, you get set up for this perfect, you know, swipe and then you get teleported. Like it just happened. Like this is something that just has happened to us forever. And we've never had that kind of immunity. So it's, it's interesting. Like when another, you know, class main will like switch and it's like, Oh fuck, this fucking sucks. This is all yeah, the shit that hits you normally. That's crazy. Cause I've been stun immune this whole time. <laughs> like from running the form. Get used to playing like God DH has you go into vengeance. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every most every class has it besides Necro. Yeah, has this immunity, and and so like on a vengeance DH, you you don't get jailer, you don't get frozen, you don't get any of that shit. You're just immune. You know, Barb, you, you Berserker Wrath, you don't notice it. Akrat's champion, you don't notice any of it. Veers even. Yep. So it's like it's it's super crazy annoying. Uh, that was probably the most frustrating thing. And I think to me, I, I I remember saying this out loud on stream. I was like, if I'm gonna play this for an entire season, I don't know if I could not rage at all the CC. Like I think I would eventually, <laughs> because it was like you never push on a necro. What is going on? I I think the problem is death wish. I think I think what pushes me over the edge is just death wish in general. Mm. It's not like you can't channel. Like, let's say I got the channel for a couple seconds of my fire cycle. All right, cool. But when I when I am trying to set up that channel and time it with fire cycle, and then I have to have an entire second of no movement and getting that off just to get the damage coefficient to proc in. Yeah, it was frustrating as hell, man. It was just like this is stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is why is this weapon still broken? Like fix it and and like fix nerf star packed wizard if yeah. you have to. I don't care, but fix the weapon or take it out of the game. I think it shouldn't even exist in the right. game. Death Wish is what I'm saying shouldn't exist. Death Wish has broken Wizard in so many ways. And it's like that weapon in general needs to just go. The know? lucky thing here about changing Rathma Shield, like removing Army of the Dead from Rathma Shield, is it literally breaks nothing. There's no build that runs Army of the Dead. Like it's not, it's like a non issue. Shield when I do rats, sometimes. I have in the past. Now I haven't run rats in a season or yeah, two. Yeah, but it's series. not because of Army of the Dead that you're getting the invulnerability. No, no, no. no. You're correct. I just yeah. use Rathma Shield for the immunity because I'm I'm constantly landing in the dead. dead. Yeah, and simulacrum. That shield, you know, I can yeah. almost have permanent. So there's shield. zero, like I said, there's zero risk <laughs> with removing yeah. Army of the Dead from Rathma Shield. It's just it just later sucks. on in the future. It just sucks yeah. to have to redesign a skill for a set. But I get I it. Yeah, I get it. So if they take Rathma Shield off, where are we going to have enough toughness in the build to be able to? To stand up yeah because it depends on you know i think one of the things we didn't really get to play with was how much mitigation is you know personal army giving us it's that 10 percent damage mitigation i do think one thing they could think about doing is if they wanted to get away from mages they could give you like double the revive minions and so you don't even have mages in the build and then that way you don't actually need to put them on your bar or maybe 
you know, one thing they could do is to take mages off the set altogether. They don't count as a minion that they count towards your total damage and you just get double revive. And so you yeah. have 20 revive minions instead of like 10 revive minions and 10 skeleton I think that's the play, honestly, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And, like a lot. and I and I think that what I'm scared of is that maybe they'll just take, like remove the skeletal mage compatibility and then you only have the 10 minions, but then you don't proc army of the dead as much because you don't have 20 minions hitting, you know, yep. instead of 10. So I hope that they foresee that too. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's just uh, I'm curious to see where this is gonna go. I'm fearful for where this is gonna go. I'm fearful that we'll have a season where the new Rathma is like it's just. What if they just lower damage and you stay permanent immune? I think so there's any way that goes live. I think that I don't know. Maybe don't they don't care about you know DL three becoming a meme as much as like we do as streamers, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a terrifying thought, right? So yeah, I don't. Yeah, if they take it off, I'm scared that it would be too squishy. I, but I didn't play it without the Rothma shield. But I know when the 140, when the shield dropped, I got smashed pretty hard. Like they, yeah. you know, But I, I didn't. I didn't stat for any kind of damage. Ridiculous. Like I was pure damage because I knew I was invincible. So we had squirts. We had all the things that would get you killed really fast. You know, telepaths. Yeah. At a strength I would actually and, imagine yeah. this to be more tanky than Bone Spear, which I would consider pretty tanky. Yeah. Uh, because you would have the 10 mitigation from the minions. You would have potentially Captain Crimson's if he could somehow get Voracious back in this build with Devour. Uh, you know, that would add quite a bit of mitigation. Of course, that requires freeing, freeing up a skill slot. And then 80% from the set itself is just kind of insane. Um, so I would expect it to like be a lot more taking than you expect in like that 130 plus range but yeah, yeah. definitely not invulnerable we'll, 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 i'm super excited so i i don't know how if you had the same feeling but so i tested wizard i tested uh firebirds towel regular firebirds then i hopped on necro and i played around with necro i tested the follower stuff a little bit and then i was kind of like okay like i'm done because there's no way any of this stuff makes it to live yeah 100%. so I'm done. Like, I'm not going to keep testing this because it's why broken. am I wasting my time? Exactly. Like, it's not going to go in. Um, a thousand percent agree with that so, statement. Yeah. So I'm I'm just like, okay, let's see what they do. And I gave my feedback. I gave some feedback at least a little bit. I, I still think I want to write up some more for Wizard. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see what they end up doing with this. I don't, I don't think we're going to get any changes. I think it's going to it hasn't even been a week and I'm already like pull it down and give us new stuff. I think we're going to get the full two weeks of just like this. Do you think we're going to get some changes come Thursday or Friday? You know, I really hope so because they, I mean, these are not good in their current form. It's kind of like, it does remind me of the monk, right? And they iterated on that yeah. twice. Um, so I'm hopeful that we'll see a round of, you know, tests this 2.0. Um, you know, I'd love to have something maybe a bit more ironed out, obviously, before the season starts. And it's not like no one got to play the set as its final form. So, like, my my hope for Blizz is, like, don't publish a start date until we know where we're going with the sets. That way you have time to fix them. You haven't told us, like, yo, we have we have four weeks until season end. Like, we don't, right. you know, fine. Yeah. Let's, get these, let's get this right, you know. I concur. So. Because this is potentially, to me, this is, uh, you know, this is, I think this has the potential to be a pretty big season. I think players that 
have completely ignored Diablo in the past. They're like, they, they're seeing the juice and they're like, oh yeah, maybe we do check this one out. So I, I do think it's it's important to get these new sets right. But I, I agree. I think if they can attract some audience with these, yeah, uh, I'm I'm really ex- curious and uh, excited, I guess, to see where they go with the sets because to me, it's like there's a bunch of different variations or ways you can go with the wizard and necro, and it's like, okay, I honest, honestly feel like the next iteration we get could be just as new as this one. Yeah, like it could be, oh, this is way different. Okay, cool, let's check this out. Yeah, yeah. I think that so, they could potentially have to go in in pretty different directions to make these a bit more yeah. clean. So yeah. We could see like, you know, it's going to feel brand new. I think that, that that's a good call. Out. And that's, and that's again, that's why me and P might not be super motivated to play on the PTR because it's like, it's weird because usually we, we play yeah. and it's like, man, this is so strong. This feels really good. And we're like zoom, zooming, like you don't want to stop playing it because it feels so good. It feels fresh. But when it's like this and it's like, well, this is really strong clearly, but like it's broken and there's no way it goes forward like this. It's I, like, I there's like the second I played it, I'm like, there is no, the first time I jumped in with firebirds and I realized I'm like, dude, I'm in a one thirty on a wizard and I am taking zero damage. Like I'm not, I don't have to worry about any mechanics. I'm like, there's no way I instantly knew like there is no way this goes live. Yeah. There's no way this goes live. So yep. I'm already like, I, I played it for fun. It was more just like, oh, this is a really cool thing. This is like a, a little a little mini season that I'll get to play PTR and it'll never be in the game again like this. Like I'll never play this again. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm not super motivated to do any more testing. I think I can't wait to see what they do with the sets. I can't wait to see how they change the followers up if they're going to make some visuals on their abilities and skills and potentially maybe bake in some offense and defensive powers so we don't you know turn on a defense. Game. yeah <laughs> but yeah. um but yeah that was kind of is there any more on the patch notes i think we covered everything right i think you're correct i think that's it man it was um it was cool we'll see we'll see where they go what's your what's your uh so peach out loves fluff hates i'll start with the loves okay. i'm gonna go really this is really, really a cop out, but I love the leaderboard filters, man. Yeah. And I, I tweeted this. I put this in every YouTube video I've made since then. I've said it on stream. I'll say it one more time on the podcast and then I'm going to, I'll rest it. But I love the leaderboard filter, man. I, again, that's the big win of the season of this patch. It's low key the, the best thing we got out of all these sets. That'll be there forever, forever and ever now. We'll have this leaderboard filter. So I hope they they juice it more and give us Paragon, but um, you know, I love the leaderboard filter, dude. Yeah, I agree. It's good. Uh, Fluff hates is pretty easy for me this week. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you know, I posted recently a, a that the Diablo two panel that we were both invited in, right? And so to give yeah. chat the full. Uh, picture we were told that this was going to be a Diablo 3 panel and so we're like yep. yeah sign us up you know like for Diablo 3's too let's ask some Diablo 3 questions let's go you know yeah. um, and then we got at, you know told kind of last minute that it was going to be a Diablo 2 resurrected panel which we still wanted to go because it's fucking Diablo yep. right like of yep. course uh, and so I end up asking some questions you know when I cross examine my Diablo 2 gameplay from years and years and years ago I I ended up asking some questions that I thought were super relevant. And I think that there's going to be a lot of players 
going into Diablo 2 that uh, are going to experience maybe a not so uh, great play style uh, that I think could be pretty easily rem remedied. Because I think the the biggest like negative thing that could happen with Diablo 2 Resurrected is players never make it to what made Diablo 2 so great in my eyes. Which was, I mean, itemization, it still holds up. Itemization in Diablo 2 is good. Um, and you're not slammed with legendaries and you know, the, the items and the combinations of stuff you can make, it's just good. It plays well. The skill system, I think it, it does still hold the test of time, like, you know, to, to really select your skills and you can break your character and um, to build on, you know, on the skills that you think are cool and then you to build your items around that. I think that that's the, the biggest strength about Diablo 2, but there's so many things that don't work in the current year and there's going to be a lot of players that, like, tune in and play for the first time and it's going to be like, ugh. If they don't, I feel like change some stuff. But anyways, long story short, um, naturally when, you know, a streamer makes some comments you don't like, um, the first play isn't to like unfollow them or say, hey, streamer, I don't agree with your comments. Uh, obviously, the play is to immediately give them a death threat, which happened to me <laughs> last <laughs> week. Uh, woke up to a nice friendly email. Funny. Um. So yeah, obviously some really passionate Diablo 2 fans out there in the universe that uh, because I suggested instance reset and force movement, uh, they they threatened my life. Wonderful ideas. Like, listen, man, I don't know. It's 2021. You really want to leave <laughs> game, new game, make new game? You don't, yeah. you want to force move bothers you like turn it off if you don't like it man right. you know force move know. bothers you so much you'd be willing to murder someone over it that's yeah. uh that's you know, interesting take you no know weird i've only had one death threat mm. ever from streaming um and what happened in mine is i was doing a raffle to do some some carriage on the stream you know i was like hey do a raffle i'll carry you if you need to be carried whatever and so this guy, this guy, um, I don't, I, I guess he won the raffle, but he couldn't get in the team. And then he got, mm. I somehow got upset that he wasn't able to join the team. Right. And I was like, no worries, dude. Like, I'll get you in the next team. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like, just hang tight for a couple minutes. And, you know, when we get a new team, I'll give you a spot. And he, he was like so pissed off. He just kept ranting and that like, I won the raffle and you gave it to somebody else. Like, oh, like the whole time. And then eventually this like just escalated into like, I'm going to murder you and your kids. You know what I'm saying? And wow. I'm just like, what is, what the hell dude? Like, you know? And so to me, I kind of laughed it off and I'm just like, nobody's really that crazy, are they? But they might really be that yeah. crazy, you, you know? Like, yeah. it, it, I, I was kind of just like, what an idiot. Like, I think he's just going for the memes. And then my, so my wife and I talked about it the next day and she's like, no, like, I'm nervous. Like people are really that crazy. Yeah, people are fucking nuts. There's a recent story of like some Call of Duty player lured like some other player like into their home and then like murdered them and then like posted about and that's like how he got caught because he's like wanted to brag about how he had like taken out this like person that beat him all the time online or something. Crazy. Oh, how do you lure him? You catfished them or what yeah catfished them i guess like made it seem like they're friends and like invited over for like a land and then like fucking stabbed him to death yeah that's that's nutty man people are 
I don't uh, know, man. It's nutty. I, I'm with you. I'll back you up on that. I think that force moves should be in the game. If it's not, I might have a really hard time playing it. Yeah. You know? And I don't think it's going to be. But like, who who left clicks? Like, you don't have finite control over your character Yeah. when you're trying to left click to move. That's so, weird. Did uh, you know, in my testing, I tested Diablo 3, and I did not know you could do this. Did you know that if you mouse click a skill in Diablo 3 on your bar, like, let's say you have uh arcane orb on number three yeah <laughs> you left click number three and then click somewhere in the game environment world it will actually cast that ability yeah and you have to repeat that process but you can actually mouse click your skill like most of your skills not yeah. all of them have you never like i've I didn't accidentally I done that you know no, I, mean? I just always yeah. use keybinds i guess you have to like you know for a lot of zyze builds you know you're, you're like porting out and then like you're flicking your mouse into like a direction yeah. you need and sometimes I I, all the time yeah I have I, so I have dual monitor. I have you know quad that drives monitor. me nuts. The clicking I'll, I'll the community like, button or the friends list when you're like oh or the my paragon point button yes. in the middle of the screen. Yeah, yes. I'm pretty quick at closing them though. Space bar. So you use space bar for force move. I use W for for force move because it's every other game is forward is W. Oh, that's right? true. True. You know. So for WoW, when I first started playing Diablo, I was playing WoW and I was W is forward, so I, it was a natural thing um, to flip back and forth between the games. But space bar is the close menu button. By default, so mm -hmm. if now I'm pretty quick with it. If I click one of those, you can just space really mm -hmm. fast. Boom, it goes away. Uh, but yeah, I click off screen, so I have four monitors. I have you know my main one in the middle, one in the left, one in the right, and then one above. And then so the one above, when I'm going up, I'll a lot of times click the taskbar on the other monitor above. So like I'll open up random weird windows and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, in in non Diablo news. Okay. Both of us played a game. Oh, I this forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, so we played uh, Outriders. Um, yeah. What, 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 what did you think about it? What, what were your thoughts? So I didn't really know what to expect going in. I had seen some trailers and I thought the gameplay looked pretty bland in the trailers I had seen. And itemization I had read is pretty good. So I'm like, I oh, will check it out. Uh, they were a cool company. They hooked me up with a, with the demos free, but you know, they, they reached out and they were nice. And, um, I played the game. Um, it's, uh, it was very division ish. It was like division and Anthem had a baby and it came out with division gameplay mechanics and Anthem story ish, like, you know, alien stuff and mm -hmm. space magic and things like that. And, um, it was cool, man. I think it had some quirks, but all in all, I enjoyed my experience. And when the demo was over, I was like, oh, damn, that's it. Like, I was into it, man. I was I was wanting to play more. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, agree. I, uh, you know, it kind of gave me that itch. I was like, man, I really wish that there was because you know, like Division never hit for me. And I never really liked that game. I, I just I don't know. I don't know what it is about the division. I just never really yeah. liked it. And then, you know, Destiny has has held my attention a couple times, but every single time I go back to the game, it's like I feel like even though they've added new content, the game is still exactly the same, and I'm always yeah. kind of like disappointed. So this, like to me, for someone who loves, especially in the FPS genre, like the futuristic style, mm -hmm. I like. I really, really liked that about it, and um, you know, I didn't like how this game is clearly designed for console. Um, yeah. Which yeah, you know, it never feels a, good. A little like the UI is a little bit console ish yeah. and, and bland. 
movement feels so like as a division player i have thousands of hours in division uh, i like division a lot and division is honestly probably the closest counterpart to diablo that people don't realize like division in itself like they copied gear systems and itemization and it's so diablo 3 which you can take that as a good thing or a bad thing uh with the sets and the legendaries and the powers and and like exotic like everything about division is basically like hey we're gonna steal diablo 3 stuff mm -hmm. and so it's a very very close in that aspect it's just you're playing an fps not an arpg that's really the biggest difference between them and uh but division moves better than outriders and so as somebody with a lot of division time uh, they definitely can tidy up the movement on the game, but it's so division, it's crazy. Like they clearly played a lot of division and just were like, we're going to steal their cover shooter mechanics. Like it's a cover based shooter and, um, and they just put space magic in it. So if they can tighten it up a little bit and get it feeling a little bit more like division two, I'll be super happy. Uh, the I movement. actually liked it more the movement wise, you know, I played it enough. I, you know, I know that I saw that you complained about like the strafing felt too fast and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, I like movement. I like mobility. So like more is good to it, me. It just felt unnatural. And it could be because of all my division time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I'm used to going X, Y, Z when I press left and right. And it felt more, uh, it just felt faster, I guess. Yeah. But, it, it, but like uh, an example is ducking behind walls. There were many instances where I'd be behind an object and it just wouldn't let me crouch behind that object. And sometimes it would, sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes I could back up and go back to it and then it would crouch and it was, it was just kind of weird. And I think to me, it's, just, I'm like division's very polished. And so I'm used to being able to do things instantly in division and it didn't work. So again, I think it's got super room for improvement, but like that tornado thing they just shot at you, that was cool. Um, and we're watching some of Fluff's gameplay. I was playing the trickster. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Uh, blue guy. And I could teleport around in slow time and do all kinds of space magic-y things. Dude, the teleport was sick. Like, that was so much fun to teleport in and then teleport out. And, like, I was being pinned in a corner in a bad scenario, and I could just teleport out with, you know, behind another enemy. And it was dope, dude. It yeah. was melee. So. Yeah, and I like, you know, they they have showcased, like, some of the end game, right? So they they talked about the kind of expeditions. So they're basically going to have, like, 15 GRs at launch with a boss fight. Mm -hmm. um with you know torment levels basically baked in um yeah. which i mean honestly for a looter shooter again you're spending like 60 bucks it doesn't seem too bad it seems like there's a, a good enough amount there at least at launch and the way they describe crafting was actually quite interesting i i think that the crafting system could be pretty cool um so i'm kind of looking forward to that re reiterate really quick like we're not sponsored yeah podcast segment no. at all so if we thought the game sucked we would definitely tell you right. right now uh so they didn't pay us money or bribe us in any way to talk good about the game right so um we would have to disclose that to you Jen. yeah so so they didn't they did give me the game for free mm -hmm. but they, you know there was no stipulations of talk about it on your podcast or only talk positive they just said here do you want it you yeah. know what i mean and i, was and like, I even sure. i took a sponsor stream and i asked like i was like if I don't like the game, I want to be able to say, like, I don't like this. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. I yeah. was like, cool. And that's the only reason I took it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that there's there's enough here, I think, to sink your teeth into. The only thing that alarmed me, and I'm sure you have some feedback, too, is one is it's not a game as a service, mm -hmm. which well, is always a that, red flag. I think, I think they're 
I think they're just not setting themselves up for Anthem. Yeah. I honestly feel like their model that they've displayed is like, this is a games as a service model. So are you, I think they're just like not saying that so people don't get high expectations if they can't deliver content fast enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll have to see, but um, yeah, that scares me. Was there, was, did you have other things that we were nervous about too? Um, yeah, I mean, that has some like implications with it to me, you know, there was like a big debate we had in chat about this, but you know, when I hear not game as a service, I think like, okay, well, something's like OPOP, it doesn't really get patched. Yeah. And stuff like I, that, because it's kind of like an offline game, basically, at that point. That's the know. weird part, though, is it's not. Like, yeah. Characters, like all your stuff saved Stored. online. Yeah. You jump in and out with your buddies online. It's like everything about it is online games as a service. They're just not saying it so it's yeah. really weird to me it's it's almost like they're just trying to be smart about it and be like hey we're not going to anthem ourselves you know what i mean um I, but yeah man i i i so i don't think that this is like i didn't play this demo and leave the demo saying like i would definitely recommend everybody go buy this game i don't know enough yet yeah but i will say that i left the demo extremely intrigued and like since they gave me the game anyways, I'm definitely going to play the crap out of it. Like when it launches, I'll definitely play it. And then if it hooks me, then I'm in and then I'll, you know, give an honest opinion. Like, yeah, you guys should buy it or no, you shouldn't, you know? Yeah. But, I, um, I mean, I think even if they're not going to give me the game, cause they haven't, um, I think I would probably still check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they have shown us like what they're thinking for the end game and they have shown us what they're thinking for crafting and all of that actually like looks good. Again, I don't know that's going to be something you're going to be able to sink thousands and thousands of hours into. But I think for a $60 title, it looks to be like there's going to be at least a few weeks of content here, even if you're a hardcore player. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that is good. That's definitely more than I would get out of a game like, you know, God of War, Spider-Man, stuff like that. Um, how, how deep did you dig in this talent tree? That's on screen right now. Yeah, I mean, I looked into it. You could only get basically two points into the tree. Uh, I yeah. know, right? That's like, damn. What I will yeah. say is, uh, you know, it's bigger than Diablo 4 skill tree. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look super interesting. So, like, I looked at the trickster one, and I didn't go over every single node, you know, but I, I did look at some of them, and there were I didn't see anything that was like, oh, that's in a really crazy power. You know, I needed to get that. But, um, but they did have skills that you unlock later on, and some of those did seem pretty cool, so... I was yeah. like, this, is cool. and then I saw that you could only get like two talent points in the demo. And I was like, well, I can't get anything anyway. So I'm not even, I don't even care. You know, I'm not gonna worry about it. But yeah. You know, and- crafting, like you just crafted some materials there and like this, it looks like it's going to be an interesting end game. Yeah. So- I'm, you know, I had that same sentiment when I was done, I was like, well, yeah, I want to play more. And I actually did. I, 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 I leveled up every character to see how they oh. felt. Snake. And I even farmed like legendaries. There's quite a few things you can do, which are cheesy. And I really hate that about the game right now. Is like the way you can farm gear is like silly. It's like just reload the checkpoint and then like do the thing or like, you just know, keep killing the let the boss, boss kill you. Yeah. And then like, apparently people have found out ways to do like boss runs in like eight seconds. Yeah. They've that's what I was doing. Yeah. 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 yeah like eight second, which boss is cheesy. Runs. Uh, which I mean, it's a demo, like so. I'm not really expecting much there. The thing that I they didn't like really specify that I think could be cool is like so they have like the 15 expeditions we know that they're gonna have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like 
10 to 15 levels of difficulty per expedition. Uh, but they also talked about like a boss fight that would happen like after you've cleared all 15. So I ho I'm hoping that that's actually kind of like a awakener kind of thing where you have to like, you have to do each of them, like all 15, and then you unlock a run of like the boss. There's, there's no way. They give you infinite shots. I hope not. PoE is just brutal, dude. Like there's no... It's not that bad though. It's like it'd be running 15 maps to get another awakener. That's not that high yeah, of a requirement. It would be cool if they did that, but I just don't see that on a console-based game. Like this, like if we're being real, this is console first, PC second, sure. is kind of the way I took it. So I, I, I don't know. That'd be cool. I don't think they'll do it. I, I couldn't imagine any game being that hardcore. I think sure. ARPGs are like a different breed of we can punish you and you'll accept it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pee is a different breed of we can do whatever it, we want to. He's got a level of like, we're going to punish you. And then, yeah, like I, you know. Speaking of POE, where are we at, dude? Where are we at? Listen, same. I've killed the feared, which is like the hardest thing you could possibly do. We've killed Awakener 9. We get all the achievements. We got the ritual hideout. Like I've done literally more of this league than I ever have. Love it. I am so proud of you, man. I oh, am so where's Awakener Zero? Beach out. I have we done at? more in this league than I have ever done, too. It's crazy how we both were sharing that right now, you know? Uh, I haven't played. I haven't played. I haven't played, man. I don't know what to, I yeah. have. I mean, I saw you on the WoW today, and I was I was disappointed. I know. I saw you posted in my Discord and everything, trying to rally <laughs> the troops to, to harass me into playing more POE. Yes. Listen, you can't harass me. You can't pressure me, bud. No means no. Okay. No, I don't. We got time. We still, you know, I'll jump back in. I'm sure. I just, okay. Okay. Well, know. this, that, the Outriders comes out April 1st. So if we're playing that together, you, you only have, you know, yeah. a month. Maybe we'll, we'll, yeah, we should be able to do that. I think that'd be fun, man. Do Outrider. What is the, what day of the week is that? Is it coming out on a Thursday? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thursday. So 24 hour Thursday stream. Got it. Outliders launch. Although, you know, the the earliest we could see season twenty three would be the nineteenth, which it's I'm gotta be six weeks away, dude. Got, yeah, so, I'm thinking because these sets are not great in their current form that we'll see more time there. So if we okay, so the PTR is going to hit one week this Thursday, which is the fourth. The second week is the eleventh, so that's when the PTR is going to go down. Yeah, right. So then let's say they take two weeks out to make the changes. So that's the 18th and the 25th. They could potentially patch on the 30th and then the season could launch on the second. I don't see there's how there's any way we could get it before the second. And I think more realistically, we're more looking like probably not even the ninth. I would even bet money we're going to go into like the 16th, you know? Two yeah. Weeks into April. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that it's not the end. I mean, I don't know. Because I think if they if we get the end of PTR next Thursday, like you said, like it's supposed to be, right? We're supposed to only get two weeks. Then we didn't get any iterations probably, or we only got one. And I don't think the sets are in a good place that they can really get away with that. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Hopefully we see a patch. This, I think a lot will we'll see a lot. If we don't get a patch this week, there's there's kind of a big reason for concern. If we don't get a patch this week and we don't get a second PTR to test the new things, 
I'm going to be nervous as hell. I think then things are just going to go in as they are with just damage and nerfs to to toughness and, and damage output. Yeah. Like, we're going to be playing what we played. It's just they're going to remove Rafma Shield from Necro and load a little bit. And we're going to be playing the Firebirds Talrasha's hybrid set with less tankiness and less damage, probably. Yeah. Like, that thousand number becomes like a thousand or something. Totally. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And that's, that's, I mean, it's unfortunate, but we still got so many other wins with the season, I guess, you know, we'll get by, but it's, it would be unfortunate. And it's scary because I feel like the Hydra set Typhoon's Veil never was good to me. To me personally, I never liked that set. Mm. I thought when I played it, there's, this is going to get fixed and they never fixed it to what I felt was a good set. Um, you guys can maybe disagree with me in, in comments if you liked it, tell me that you liked it or whatever, but. I never liked it, and um, you know, I yeah. don't know. I'm, so I'm nervous that they'll do that again. So, and you know what? This also doesn't fix. This doesn't fix T16s for wizard. Mm. T16s still suck on a wizard. Like by far, I, it's got to be the slowest class in the game. I can't think. I mean, Team Hunter is zooming, Monks zooming, Necro zooming. Uh, Witch doctors even zoom in on Mundanugos or chicken. Um, Barb maybe is like kind of the similar speed. What is Barb? What has Barb got besides whirlwind? Do they have any charge? Barb. Hmm? Charge. You think that's fat? Yeah, maybe. That's good. Yeah, strong. Yeah, so yeah. Char charge Barb's probably equal-ish, but I, yeah, wizards Box definitely Bob. A few min max. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Really whirlwind so fast. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You can get some crazy Pretty, speed. Yeah, but charge is like <laughs> it feels so like I'm telling you, it, it feels so bad to try to move with teleport because it's so clunky and like it just it. I don't know why it feels so crap. Like dashing strike feels so good, and then teleport feels so bad. It's just like why can't you? Oh well, yeah, dashing it? strike feels amazing compared to everybody, and then the blood rush feels okay compared to dashing strike, and then with teleport yeah. feels bad compared like, to both. Why don't you just copy paste? dashing strike onto all well, the you don't want all the classes to feel exactly the same like why what is it that's teleport dude like really does it need to be different like it's it's teleport point a point b get there you know what i mean yeah i don't know i mean teleport does can do damage at the end of its port so i guess that's kind of different but yeah. i like I know, I know. I feel like there's a teleport kill build. That would be cool though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like dashing or was that what's that skill? And Pee Wee, uh, Flicker Strike. What? Flicker Strike. Yeah, I don't know. You're not talking Pee Wee stuff. Yeah. I don't know. All right, lost. <laughs> know your audience. All right, let's go to uh, some Twitter questions. Do it. On like another five hour podcast. Yep. You talk too much. You talk too much. If you want to submit questions to the podcast, you can submit them at the P Child at Lord underscore Fluffy <laughs> underscore underscore Fluffy at Lord. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, right. you did it right. What's your problem? Okay, I'm losing my mind. Or join our discords. Uh, that's honestly the best spot to do it. The first question we have comes from Rastog. Rastog says, have you guys seen or played Curse of the Dead Gods yet? If so, what are your thoughts? Curse of the Dead Gods. I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of it. have not seen it. I'm assuming it's some kind of ARPG. A roguelike action game full of fast-paced combat, intense challenges, and a variety of weapon relics, curses, traps, enemies, and powerful bosses to master. Roguelike. Nope, I haven't. So, uh, huh. well, uh, check like it Hades out. Hades kind of thing? Kind of looks Hades like not go. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, but nope, I haven't. So I'll look into it. 
I haven't even played Hades. You should. Yeah, it, everybody's everybody that's played it says it's really good. Yeah, so it's definitely worth. Uh, Duda says, "Can we just skip season twenty three and get more changes ink on season twenty four?" What? <laughs> what was the question? Direct quote. Can we just skip season twenty three and get more changes ink on season twenty four? Who asked Thanks. this? Duda. Huh. That's weird. It's a weird question. I think he was probably in the boat like we didn't get a seasonal theme. theme. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a low IQ take. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's 100% or they're just excited and they want more stuff. I'm not really sure. Um, I think this is like the biggest patch we've had since... Season 11. Yeah, since like the big balance in 11 with Necro and stuff. Um, Onion says, does the emanate system limit what quality of life items they can add in the future since it could lead to broken combos? Well, they can always remove stuff from emanate. So I think this is like getting limited extra cube slots and they can play with it a lot. Yeah. Cubing stuff that might not be super meaningful for your build, but it's, it's still like nice to have what I see this emanate stuff as. I think this is kind of a solution that iterated from the fourth cube slot from this season where they probably put it in and everybody's like, can we keep the fourth cube slot? And they're like, what if we did this <laughs> to give them some of the items, but not all of the items? Because some of the feedback we've gotten is like, well, let's add the fourth cube slot permanently, but limit it to some items, right? Mm -hmm. What's well, kind of what they did with the follower system. It's just only single player too now. So, um... But yeah, I think the emanate system will definitely get changed and added to and removed and, and this and that. And the problem is, is like when we get used to flavor of time being in there and then in a couple seasons, they take it away. Are we going to freak out? That's kind of the question. Yeah. You know, um, Raziel says, can you assign teleport to town to a number pad and then numlock it? I haven't thought to try it yet. And I'm assuming that this question is going to go to the, uh, the soldiers that give you the shield when you tell yeah. portal homing pads. Yeah, the homing pads. So you can, so you can, I guess, anytime you start to stand still, it will auto cast that. Yeah. Now that delay animation might end up getting you killed though, if there is like some kind of, you know, if there's a delay to like canceling the animation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a thing it's i don't know that it's ever been a thing for a meta push build but it's definitely a thing that people have abused in the past i guess you could though i don't know this is like pretty you're pretty bet down on your your quality of life if you're trying to do that <laughs> yeah. like you must not value your time um Landenberg says, do you think that blizzard messed up with the new rathma revamp by not letting minions do damage the whole Lord Commander of the Undead Fantasy and Minion set went to being a caster set, which we have plenty of. Yeah, I get this question because, uh, you know, I think people did want the minions to be the, the damage focus here. They did want this, you know, huge army of undead. Um, but again, you know, I always go back to one. It's hard to imagine a scenario where you have 27 minions and you're not OP. Uh, and mandatory for like RGK and you go back into like is you know thorns going to be over too powerful again and like there's a lot of bad things that could potentially happen from making minions do the damage um but yeah I, I mean you, 
Go ahead. If you think about this bill, I didn't think about it, but if you died on the RG, you're pretty screwed. You can't get your minions back up. With, yeah, with Revive, yeah. Yeah, like if, if you die on the RG, like game over. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I, yeah, I never thought about that until now. Mm -hmm. So don't screw it up, boys. Um, Yeah, he, I, I, I agree, Fluff. Yeah. I think that, yeah, well... Yeah, I don't know that there's any universe where we could have Dominions do all the damage. And again, like, people want that, but then you're going to play it, and you might as well have just been, like loaded up a Witch Doctor. Because you're just going to stand there, like, maybe you'll cast some curses. That's my thing, is you're going to end up, it's going to end up being Witch Doctor. What was the, it was the the set where you threw down the, the cold rune on the ground and tried to, like, not die yeah. the whole time. Mm -hmm. um health was it Helltooth? i don't even know the guardian i don't even know but it was it was not fun like you literally just tried to stay alive like you ran in circles and avoided damage and hoped your pets hit the right thing i don't want that again yeah same um joe cronin says um i've consistently mentioned a temporary power to keep the end game fun the idea of like a small primal like rarity power that drops and only lasts from one to 24 hours or seven days. These would be impactful to replace the Paragon, especially if there were thousands of different ones. What do you think? Uh, so kind of like ethereal items maybe, but based on playtime instead. So would you just store all the good stuff in your stash and then like pull it out when it's time to push or something? Or would they just deteriorate in your stash? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it seems to me that's super RNG and yeah. it's like, okay, so now you're pushing at the end of the season is I got to go farm. I get the item I need. Now I got seven hours or one hour or five hours to go try to push, 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 push. And then it disappears or breaks. And then now I got to go try to farm that again. So I like the idea to try to keep the end game fun. Like, oh, this thing happened in game. Now I can do X, Y, Z for a while and that'll be really cool. But ultimately, what happens is if XYZ is fun, then people just want to do that and they'll take away the key to get, like the gate to get into it, aka greater rifts. And they used to have a key. And then uh, that'll eventually become old. So I like, I like where you're going. You're trying to get a new and like a new variety that's random. But I think that this just makes RNG screw the game over even worse. Like, yeah. And I'd got to have this item to push. So, yeah. And I think, and if it's not something you get to choose, there's that you're being forced into doing something like so say you get that perfect primal weapon like well now i have to push this next two hours or otherwise i miss the opportunity to get like that higher push because this item goes away yep and you don't want to force players into playing a thing at so, that moment yeah if there was something that maybe it didn't benefit pushing as much mm -hmm. like let's say you got an item that really benefited speed runs or something or or bounties for a while then you could choose like I mean, do i need keys right now or do i need death breath or do i want to do regular riffs mm, nah i'll just let it disappear but if you're like yeah actually i kind of need some keys let me go ahead and and knock these out since i got this juicy power maybe maybe but it would be hard to make it not be powerful in grs yeah so. Um, Zintrox says, you are teleported 30 years into the future. You get 30 minutes to Google look up anything you want. Shit. What's the first thing you're going to Google? I think we've had something kind of like this before. Myself. 
yourself i thought about that too like am i still alive in 30 years like what am i doing <laughs> what did i do yeah um, you'd have to like really big brain this because it's like well i guess you would look up like what the biggest company is or, or something you know like so you could go back to your current time and stand to make a ton of money yeah you back to the future that shit you take a sports on one yeah and then you just you know but would that outweigh the curiosity of what happens yeah. to you well that changes everything because if yeah. what happens to you won't be the same if you go back in time and you can maybe like maybe it's like you know like uh the the multi-universe take and it's like well nothing you did changes <laughs> or it's a different universe altogether and you just pulled uh you know you just pulled lotto numbers for the future that's not even your own i don't even know right like there's yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, man. You pull a sports almanac and it's all wrong, and then you go in debt forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like different. Like I'm gonna hit eventually, right? You're like, babe. No, listen, babe. Listen, it's foolproof. I got this. Bet everything on the Lakers tonight. They're gonna win. The score is 124 to 122, and then they just lose. And you're just like, <laughs> oh shit, we don't. We have no money. We have yeah. zero dollars. Yeah. Um, I, I Diablo. So 30 years in the future, uh, Diablo Five. <laughs> Did Diablo 4 ever come out? Yeah. What did Diablo 4? Did Diablo 4 come out good or not? Was it Necro? Was that the fifth yeah. class? Right. You come back and you're making YouTube videos. Like, I guarantee it's going to be a cleric. It's a cleric. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, Fluff's got people at Blizzard are getting fired because they think they're leaking to you. Yeah. you know? <laughs> He's got blue robes right here. And like, you're like, what? Um, Let's see. The last question we have comes from the Dean. The Dean says, uh, they've been making a lot of video games into movies lately. Assassin's Creed, Tomb Raider, Monster Hunter, etc. What's a movie you'd like to see turned into a game? So we're flipping the script. Mm. A movie that could... I, I got... This is kind of easy for me. This popped in really fast. Lord of the Rings. No. Well, that's a good one, but no. Is that your choice or you're saying that's mine? That's mine. No. That's yours, Lord of the Rings. I would like to see a Matrix MMO that's good. And I know they've done this in the fast like we've talked yeah. about it. Yeah, they've done but Lord like, of the Rings as well, but none of them yeah, are good. No, like a kick-ass Matrix MMO. Like it's got such a good universe, man, that I think that they could How could you make that into a game that wasn't like cheesy though? A Matrix? Like you're just a, you're just a dude like you get to pick good or evil. You're an agent or you're a you're a Neo dude and you run around and you have to like you could Ah oh, man, just be in the city like doing stuff, you know? I don't know. Sci fi in it? I guess. I don't know. Figure it out. Altered Carbon. Yeah, somebody said Altered Carbon. That's a good one. Have, have you, do you ever watch Altered Carbon? No. I started the, like, friends were like, oh my God, it's so good. And then I watched it, like, first episode. What? I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Too nerdy. What? Too nerdy. What? Yeah. Stacks, man. It's all about the stacks. You didn't even get deep enough into it. Season one was really good. Season two was meh. So. Uh, that's it, man. That is all the questions we had. Um, I would like, if I could see, if I could flip that, I would like to see Destiny become a movie franchise. I think Destiny's universe is like Star Wars style. Like, it could be ridiculously mm. awesome. Halo would be better. Mm, I don't know, man. Destiny's not that interesting. I don't know about Otherwise. that. I think, it's, I think you're Halo bias. I think you're right. Destiny bias. I might be. It could be. Destiny's story yeah. sucks, dude. <laughs> story sucks. <laughs> the story does suck it's the universe they made that's so good mm. we'll see that's it if you guys wanted to submit 
questions to the podcast, you can tweet them at myself. You can tweet them at Fluff or join our discords. Yeah. We see every time, every week, chat, there's some questions that happen. All you got to do is join our discords and ask your question in the new meta section and we'll oh, read it out what, loud. What are you talking about when the priest screen was on? And look, I'm going back for you, guy. And listen, there's nothing. Uh, Demonic Gris says, so what class will Fluffy get nerfed next? Was a late edition. <laughs> um, and let me check your Discord one more time. You guys are throwing these in after we start the pod. And it's hard to go back. And then uh, Mem71 says, maybe a Paragon nerf is in order with a question mark. And then K-Bear asked... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, of course I, Paragon I, sucks. Predictions for PTR changes, estimated season release date. Uh, mm. I think we talked about all that stuff. Yeah. So, but if we want to actually pin down a date, do you want to you want to make take bets right now? Pin a date down. I I go with the sixteenth, April sixteenth. That's so far out. You think? Yeah. But April sixteenth lines up like probably new PUE league. I that hate that. Even makes more sense. Yeah. Let's go with. I, to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, okay. I want two weeks of the Al 3 season before the PoE League begins. Two weeks. Two weeks? When is the new PoE League? We it's don't know. Be- it's at mid-April is all they said. They said mid-April? So it, you know it's going to be mid-April, by the way. Yeah, this is going to be like April 13th. They'll announce it and it'll go live on Friday the 16th, right? So... Okay. Or the week following. Yeah, I th- yeah. D- Diablo's Diablo's gonna drop the 16th guaranteed now. Like I'm even more se- secure on that answer. Like for some reason, dude, they like lining these things up yeah. right on top of each other. Yeah, you know, I mm, let's go selfish here, right? So okay. I kind of want to take a trip, a little weekend getaway. So okay, hold on, plan your trip for the 16th because that <laughs> guaranteed lock in March. In. I want to do one in March. So and then Outriders comes out the first. I probably need, you know, a gamer like me could probably blow through that game in like a week. Let's be real. And then, uh, yeah, let's say the 9th. April 9th. It works okay. for me. Okay. And then maybe two weeks of Diablo 3 season and then PoE League. The dream. Okay. We'll see. That's the predictions. There you go. That's all the questions that we had. Um, I didn't recheck Twitter, but if you guys want to get the questions in, submit them before 10 p.m. Eastern time uh, on the day of the podcast. I'll go through at like 8.50 and round up all the extra questions I don't have yet. At the P-Child, at Lord underscore underscore Fluffy, or the honestly, the best place is Discord. True. And we'll catch you guys next week for episode 138. Yeah, yeah. Peace out. Peace.